0: Hi guys, it's Christian from Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast. No, this is not another solo cast, so don't touch that dial. Just wanted to give you all a heads up that there is some sound issues for the first hour of this episode, resulting in some echoing vocals and overmodulation of, well, yours truly. We are deeply sorry and understand that this is unacceptable. And as such, Brandon will be severely punished. Thank you and enjoy the show.
1: Hello and welcome to the Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast, a show dedicated to presenting you with humorous horror film reviews with frequent forays into jocularities regarding anal bleaching, cinematography, Afro-Canadians, and clickety-clackety. I'm tonight's guest host, Mr. Watson of Horror Corridor, podcasting from just outside of Olympia, Washington, and our primary goal in this crossover event is to provide you listeners with intelligent illuminating impeccable and insightful discussions about the horror genre as it was in the year of our Lord, 2007. How does this year figure in the scheme of modern day horror? How does it compare to other years? How does Brandon just let a good thing fall apart with Black Philip? We'll answer these questions and more once I get to the exploding headquarters. Now, of course, Dave, Brandon, and Christian aren't here with me right now, but I'm sure if they were, they'd say, all right, all right. Hello, hello, mazel and welcome to the Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast,
2: episode 36.
3: exploding ads horror movie podcast episode number 36 wow i'm out of breath already sorry ah uh, you know what
4: you want to know why you're out of breath what the air is very thin at the top
3: oh, oh. oh, oh. <laughs> top i thought you were gonna say because you know brandon don't breathe that's why i'm out of breath like i was trying to imitate you <laughs> Woo. wasn't gonna mm-hmm. say that Well, you heard Brandon, I think you heard Christian laughing over there, and I'm Dave Z, you know we're all here, but, 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 that's not all, that's why I'm excited and out of breath tonight, because uh, we got our homie here, we got a real motherfucking G in the house, one of our favorite podcasters, friend of the show, Eh. We okay, (laughs) associate of the show, Um, better, okay, (laughs) no man, we love him. He is the host of Horror Corridor and he goes by the name of Mr. Watson. What the fuck is up, Watson?
1: Welcome. I be I be not Mr. Watson. I be, I be the, the witch of the, witch of the of wood, wood and I've come <laughs> to steal ye. Clickety clackety. Clickety clackety. <laughs> Dave, join me. Clickety clackety. Clickety Dave, join me. Yeah, clickety I'm just kidding. Clickety clack. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. We'll just we'll just sit oh, back, Brendan. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, thanks a ton for having me on the show, guys. It's been a long time of coming, and I'm super stoked to be here. I, listen, I'm just impressed at this view you all got at the exploding headquarters here. Like, so, so this is what it's like to be number one. Well, guys, I I dig it. Like, you got that that penthouse suite up here. Well, like whore corridor. Like, we I got a uh, I got a headquarters here in the same Horphelia building where the headquarters is. You know that pretend headquarters we we were doing, and I've got a setup down in the basement. It's the whore corridor hallway. Because Jason's like, No, we don't got a room for you, but let's put up some of those yellow caution wet floor signs so you can like have part of a hallway. Just let, let if people walk by to get to the elevator, like it's just cool, just keep recording. So I've got a headquarters here too, down in the sub basement. B2 if you're in the elevator, so come down and see me sometime. Pichu, as in like a movie from 2007.
4: <laughs> 2007, yeah, what B2, like Brandon 2. Brandon 2. P- <laughs> Wait, pee on me too? Wait, what P-M-E are you talking about here? Yikes. While you're down there in the basement, say hi to uh, the other members of the Friday the 13th podcast. You're uh, <laughs> going to have to say
1: about that podcast later, actually.
3: Holy crap. 10. I'm so I, no, no, isn't that awesome?
1: With an old episode. <laughs> right? Yes, I'll tell you guys what, though. and I told Christian this before, homies, but, like, I love Christian's I love TGIF 13. Like, I honestly think it's the most – and listen, I, I do. I think it's the most un, underrated show on the network. Like, just the way, like, like, Christian, you and Vince bust each other's balls and cover the content, I love it. Like, nobody would know it from exploding heads, but Christian, you're a good podcaster. <laughs> like, oh. it's not, no, but I just thought – I'm I'm kidding. Like, I just thought I'd show TGIF-13 some much-needed love because, you know, I've told you several times I I, I really love it. Like, I've – I was working one time in, in these – because I sometimes go into people's houses, but they want me there to fix <laughs> up things, uh, like tile-involved stuff, so high-end uh, crap. So anyway, like I'm like sitting there listening to TGIF-13, and I'm busting up laughing, and they're just sitting on their couch watching TV while I'm in the kitchen working <laughs> or wherever working, just looking at me like, there's nothing in your headphones that you're listening to that could be that funny. I'm just like, you're right, but I'm still laughing because TGIF-13 TGIF is that good. Oh man. So, uh, tell me yeah, tell I'm me down. more. You look so good tonight.
3: <laughs> hey, I love it too.
1: I love Brandon's yeah. face. No, I know cuz Brandon love- hasn't heard the show. <laughs> Dave and I've heard the show. We
4: love no, it. No, I've heard the show. Uh, I just like leave the bullshit you're spewing.
3: <laughs> oh! <laughs> I love the show. I uh, that that's when I first heard Christian. I was listening to Christian, you know, to TGI F 13 and I was like, "Man, this fucking these guys are funny. Christian's a, a great host, everything." I I loved it so much that I even hacked you. Did you know I hacked the show? How'd you hack no? me? You hacked me? Well, well
0: you hacked, hacked me you. By, by inviting me onto this show.
3: <laughs> no, but I, I hacked the show because you were the first person, or maybe it was Vince. Either way, it was the show, right? You guys are the first people that pointed out making love. Nice. <laughs> I started doing it way back on Banana Laser, and I hacked you when I did it, so Ooh.
5: there you go.
0: Truth hey, is at that... least I
3: admit. At yeah. least I admit my hack.
0: Oh, yeah. I, uh, I do the same. <laughs>
3: See?
0: Not yeah. me. Not you. You're 100% a Ridge. <laughs> <You>
1: no. <know.
3: laughs> I want to hear Watson's spiel tonight. You know, my spiel? You know, I want to hear your spiel, or whatever you want to call it. Your, your, um, oh, your my dissertation. About the horror corridor, I want to hear about frequent forays, all that good stuff. Whiskey,
1: you know. Okay, well, I'll give you like my the the version I give on Bloody Bits. Like when when I do that, it's like the it's not my intro, but it's like the it's like the official plug. So I say something like, "Horror Corridor is a psychologically oriented, pseudo-academic whiskey-soaked solo cast where I wax intellectual about the horror genre. It's primarily a film review show, but there are frequent forays into horror-related music, literature." Video game and graphic novel content. Find the Horror Corridor group page on Facebook and join. There's some Horror Corridor page that you can like, but that's not me. Don't do it. Join. You can also find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever podcasts are played. You can go to horphilia.com, find me there, or horrorcorridor.com. That's H O R R O R C O R R I D O R.com. <laughs> Gangsta, what mic drop? Please
3: tell me, was that written down? Brilliant.
1: Uh, well, I've said it, like, about six or seven times on Bloody Bits, so I kind of know what I want to say. I love the jokes on this podcast. I love the sound effects, too. Like, I want to make a beat out of, like, both Brandon's and Christian's, like, uh sound effects where you got, like, mm, 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 all right, all right, all right, all right, You know, I- I'm in, man. This That's a show.
3: Can we talk about Zed? Let's tease him about Zed a little bit because it's, it's the hot topic right now. Do it, Mister Zed. Christian, let me ask you this: When people are like going to sleep in Canada, do sometimes do they sometimes say, "I gotta go catch Zeds"? Or? No, well, no, they now, don't.
1: Does do the jingle, catching? does the jingle go, Nyquil will help you catch your Zeds? <laughs> <laughs> or what about the rhyming ABC song? It's like. It's like, uh, you know, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, and Z. Yeah, we have done that. <laughs> okay,
3: okay. Okay, Christian, spell the word Zed. zed It's spell not Zed-E-D. <laughs> it it's zed I knew it. I knew it was zed, Z-E-D. That's if you're saying
0: Zed dead, baby. Zed's dead.
3: Okay, oh. yeah. But the, <laughs> guy's Z. the guy's name is Zed. The guy's name is Zed from Police Academy 2. I think Bobcat Goldthwait. His name is Zed. So if you Which
0: were doing the credits... Let's take a Pulp Fiction. You're talking to- Police Academy 2.
1: <laughs> you love Michael
0: Winslow. I'm telling you, man. It's always about Michael Winslow with this guy.
3: Okay. Do people call it a zebra? You know that animal?
4: It's a zebra. It's
3: Zebra? Because it's crazy. Zed bra. Okay. As long as we're talking about Zed and zebras in America, this is something funny. I never told anybody the story, but my wife was on the phone with uh, this woman in New York City because she's a flight attendant and she booked a flight. Pardon me. She booked a room in this hotel, and it turns out that she didn't know that her airline had already actually made reservations for her at a different hotel, so she had to call and cancel. So she called this place in New York City, and, you know, she said her name, and the woman said, could you spell your last name? So my wife starts spelling the last name. She says, Z-E-N, and then she's like, no, no, no. She goes, what's the first letter? And then she says, oh, sorry. She goes, Z as in zebra. And the woman on the other end said, what's a zebra? (laughs) Really? Holy crap. True story. The woman said what is a zebra? She didn't I, know what a fucking zebra is. Were, was
4: she from Jersey? <laughs> Oi <Oy> vey. <laughs> and then you sent a picture of you two naked in bed?
3: <laughs> oh,
1: that's that's an old cookie. Joke, Shout it? out to interracial love. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's a know. Jefferson's joke. Leave it to is you. That? Oh, don't I, you
4: remember who they used to call the kid a zebra? Don't you it's been a long time. I swear it wasn't intentionally
3: <laughs> and it's like,
1: all my jokes are original. Yeah. Yes, that one was original. Oh, that's good. I liked
3: it. <laughs> I remember all the jokes on the Jeffersons and different all the strokes. family. Speaking of different strokes, this is, that is a, a very special episode tonight, right?
0: It's a mashup.
3: Yeah, it's a mashup. It's very special. It's like, remember that episode of Different Strokes? They said tonight, a very special episode. <laughs> Wait,
0: right? that when, was that when Dudley got touched?
3: Yes. <laughs> that's a very special episode, just like this. Remember, remember it is a
0: special episode because it's also an audition. It's an audition oh. for Brandon's job.
3: Yes, or yours, or yours, <laughs> or mine. He can produce. So Uh-oh. finally, somebody comes on that can actually produce. Uh-oh. Actually, not finally. Mike Merriman, he can produce. JP produces, and Wazell, all our guests except Lauren. He produces
1: tacos and burritos. What else? <laughs> what about what about Dave Rendoni?
5: What
3: the fuck is Rendoni? He's been selling for Cordell. A hey Cordell, where have you been? You know what where I feel like? The woman?
0: He just popped right. up on. He just a message on the. Uh, Page recently. Uh, did
3: it? Nice. Remember Romper Room at the end, and she and she she holds up the the thing and says, "Oh, I see Cordell and I see Rendoni." You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. or, uh, Watson, do you remember that show, Romper Room?
1: Kinda, yeah, but I, I drink a lot, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Fair well,
3: yeah, but, uh, what are you drinking tonight?
1: Uh, just a lot of, and you you might dig this, homie. It's okay. It's not the best. I'd prefer something else normally, but I'm talking blood, Bud Light, blood Blood Light. Platinum, and uh, homie, it's low carb beer. You, it's like 4.5 carbs per 16 ounces, 6% alcohol, gangsta. What? Yeah, so that's what I'm having. I've had like seven of them. It's it's all good. It's not it's not a problem anymore. But like, but no. But th- you were talking about how this is a special episode, and yeah. it's special for me for a certain reason, but special for you guys too, since you got Watson classing up this joint. But no, sure. no, for real though, it's like a unique show for me because this has become. Yeah, it's the crossover episode. So on Horror Corridor, I'm doing themed episodes based on my top ten favorite horror movies. Well, one of the movies we're doing tonight is, in fact, in my top ten. So this episode here will fit what? right into – What? Yeah, will fit right into the continuity <laughs> of what I'm doing on my podcast. And also, like like unless Christian hated my ideas, there was gonna, there's going to be some audio I gave him that he'll put in post-production that will make this episode seem a little more like a dual effort, to use Dave's words. So – I don't know. We, we, this is a crossover event. It's big, it's big time. Like, uh, yeah, digging it. We'll see how it turns out. I can see Brandon yeah. sweating. <laughs> it's great. Oh. <laughs> That's because he knows I'm coming over. Yeah. <laughs> um, from Olympia to Jersey. Those are the jokes. I just got to say this. I, I have this in my notes, and you, you mentioned it, so I got to say it. I know, homie, that your solo cast stirred up a lot of jokes and I, I just wanted to let you know that I thought it was amazing, my friend. I loved all your solo casts a ton, except Christian's because he didn't mention me. But no, but for real <laughs> though, like it seemed like Brandon, it seemed like you were legit saddened after your solo cast release. And I just wanted to say that I appreciated what you did, my friend. Like you let me take a little peek behind the curtain under that toga you got there in the camera to see what you were gonna do. And dude, I feel like you knocked it out of the park. So just I just wanted to like come on the show. come on the show Uh, to be on the show and just like say some positive words about it because I feel like you know you were sort of down after that experience so I just it's Uh, it's rock and roll
4: thanks homie you know I gave you props because you totally helped me format the show but you fucking forgot to tell me to breathe
1: I I, I dropped the ball on that one (laughs) where were you on that one
4: (laughs) well and I
0: didn't mention you because I totally ripped you off that was the whole point of this I'm like hey Let's do solo casts. Fuck this guy oh. from Horror Corridor.
5: Yeah, but <laughs> you, didn't rip,
4: you didn't rip him off <laughs> entirely because yours wasn't that good. So. <laughs> oh
1: no, I it. This is awesome. Holy crap, that rap you did. But anyway, anyway yeah, Dave's trying to say something, and, and oh he's...
3: yeah. Oh, you know what I'm trying to say, Watson? I'm trying to cheer Brandon up. Yes, because check it out. Um, I'm gonna have to go back to something I always go back to, but the ratings on iTunes. Uh, you know, I check them periodically because I'm waiting to hit that that 50 written, and we're not there yet. But we have we did get two more since the last show. Nice, but, congrats. Well, thank you, and guys, you better do the same thing for 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 Watson here, Horror Corridor. Get on there and leave him a five star and a written, and do all that good stuff. You know. Thank but, you. Of course, please. That's the least we can do here. I'm one away from a giveaway, by the way. What?
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, so I just want to thank Dave, Christian, and Brandon for all <laughs> leaving ratings on my podcast.
4: I didn't leave it yet.
1: I am totally I'll, playing I'll be right be now. I'll be number 20. I am totally playing right now. I, anyway, Dave, I'm – Jeez, man. This no beer is making away. me say things.
3: Say things. Please do. That's why you – If you didn't come here and drink beer and say things, then we wouldn't want you here. So.
4: And if you say things, that means Christian can't say things.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you but up. you're almost at 50. You're almost at 50 ratings on iTunes. That's fantastic. Holy crap, guys. Congrats. I, I, man.
3: Yes. Thanks. We're trying. We're trying. We're out there. More blowing us. You're about to be blown. <laughs> You're about to be blown. This is this is our latest April April sixteenth, two thousand seventeen. We have a uh, a, um, a written review, and the headline is Brandon is the greatest. And I shit you not, it's from amazing. Jerry.
1: <laughs> oh damn
4: it!
3: Oh, you gave it. away. I was gonna say that is at it? the end. I was
4: really
1: hoping it would be a chick. Oh, I'm bum. Oh,
3: Jerry's I'm happy. very
1: feminine. He is very feminine. <laughs> yeah, I'm about bummed. to be on Kill the Cast next week, too. <laughs> so he's going to roast me. Put in a good word for me.
3: Brandon is the greatest thing to ever happen to podcasting. <laughs> Dave Z is the man for finding him and bring him to the light. Christian is Canadian. What, huh? Oh, I said Jerry does his research. He says, but for real, I love the podcast. You get so much packed into one show. It's not just all the movie reviews. It's the personalities and inside jokes that make you feel like a long-running sitcom. You watch to feel happy, and I can't talk. so. But, yeah, it, but see, they spilled the beans, or Christian spilled the beans.
4: Don't, don't make that kind of joke in front of JP.
0: What anchors, JP?
4: Spilling the beans. I'm <laughs> don't do that well there you
3: go it was from Jerry from Kill the Cast thank you thanks Jerry and they just
1: joined the Horfilia Network
4: yes they did awesome And and here's
1: where I have to sort of apologize to Jerry, too, is because I double booked tonight. I was supposed to record with them tonight and I had to push Mm. to next week because because we'd had we'd had this date set for a while. So we were supposed to record Easter Sunday with Kill the Cast. And all of a sudden it's like it dawns on me like, oh, no, I just double booked the night and I got to, you know, keep with my prior engagement. So, yeah, I know he's going to have some words for me when I'm on the show next Sunday. He's going to because I don't do horror quarter anymore. I just do guest appearances.
4: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so wait, so you guys, you guys didn't realize, like, when you said we're recording on Easter
1: Sunday that that day was actually Easter. The narrative was more like, let's do this two Sundays from now. Oh, okay. That was Easter, okay. homie, please. Even Brandon, even
0: Brandon knew it was Easter.
1: No, Brandon's like he's cooking up his ham. He's just like, I can't wait to celebrate the resurrection of Christ. <laughs> oh Jesus! Don't strike me down.
0: Well, you picked oh, wisely. Man.
1: <laughs> god they can kill know. the
0: cast we'll kill the ratings
1: <laughs> well they're, they're coming for us uh jerry was telling me he's like listen as far as horophilia ratings go i'm coming for you guys and uh because he's like it. who's the top shows i'm like well i guess what he's asking me because he's got my phone number he's got street cred and he's just like who's the top <laughs> shows i was like well i told him and i was like well with banana laser out of the way i think i'm actually in the top four now because that's what jason lloyd told me and i was like holy crap i think i'm maybe rising out of the basement now i might be able to get like a a, a mid-tier apartment in the Horophilia building, or something like that. We got to talk about this, but <laughs> so I'm not not quite at exploding headquarters, yet, Although I'll have my taste in number one when this top ten comes out. But well, wouldn't it be horrible, you guys, if uh, well for me, if uh, <laughs> no, check this out. If yeah, if I jinx you because like uh, uh, 22 shots episode 100 comes out and it's like the first time you guys got number two, and it's just like yeah, Watson's listeners didn't help, but you know what, my listeners got my back and your yeah, back is it, it sure it's all your gross. listeners that listen to me, so. <laughs> Oh, and, I, I, all
4: the, and all that stuff Jason Lloyd said to you, he was lying.
1: Hey, is Jerry on? Are they recording
3: Kill the Cast without you right now?
1: They're doing another episode, and then I'm going to join. Because they, they go fast. Like, okay. Jerry is not like I am, where I'm just like, I'll take 10 years to put out every episode. He's just like, what if I put out episodes instead of that? And I was like, oh, that's a really good point you have, podcasting-wise. So, oh, I love how this show has no format.
3: No, I, told, <laughs> didn't I tell you guys. Before we, we got discussed? a format. This is our big 2007 year in horror show. We did this once before show 18. We talked about 1981 and we talked about some movies and we talked about the year. So now here we are 18 episodes later, which just not Coincidence? That's fucking crazy. 18 and 36.
4: Remember that 18 backwards was 81 (laughs) and 36 (laughs) backwards is not seven.
1: Yeah. Dude, this it's is like the documentary documentarian from, like, uh, Room 237 right
3: here. Holy crap. Right. And 63 is 36 backwards, and 6 plus 3 equals 9, and I have a 9-inch cock. <laughs> Whoa, and Brandon's 36 years old and wants that 9-inch whatever. <laughs> I'm 36,
1: and I could eat all those 9 inches.
0: And, then, and your cock just grew an inch and a half in the
1: last two episodes. Yeah, it was 7 and a half. <laughs> it's like the so. Grinch.
4: And well,
3: it. It, it did grow up. Yes, can't. And it grew
1: three top. sizes that day.
3: Quit doing jibber jabber. Is that Mr. T? Yeah. <laughs> okay, quit my gibber jabber. 2007. <laughs> here we are. What can I say? Uh, we're, we're doing two reviews. We're doing uh, Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon, And we Ooh. are doing Wreck. Two movies from 2007. Or are they? But more on that later. But yes. 2007 it's going to be a great show i'll get to the everything later i'll t- i'll explain why, why it's so perfect that watson's here for this very show and but not just yet we're not to that segment yet guys did you get the email no it, it's all good this is a new listener so i really want i want to feature him, because you know some so you- people actually listen hello my name is hudson williams i'm a 17 year old diehard horror fan from upstate new york I discovered your show pardon me. I discovered your show because if I remember correctly you followed me on Instagram. So great job with the viral marketing. That's what we do. Oh nice, man. Now movies are my life. I'm even going to Ithaca College. I've been there. Um to study film next year. And I take would a dump? never Yeah, I was there a whole weekend. Ithaca College. Yeah. Wow, that
4: must have been a big dump.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 oh shit. I would never be pursuing this career. If it wasn't for horror films.
4: it wasn't for me? Thank you. Thank yes. you, Hudson. See?
3: I have Thank even you, dabbled, dabbled, yeah, dabbled, in making slasher horror shorts myself. Some of my favorite horror shorts are Lights Out, Scorsese's The Big Shave, and 2AM The Smiling Man.
4: Love that Just, one. Yeah, that's I, creepy as hell.
3: I gotta see it. I haven't seen really, any of it. Really good. I, I saw Lights Out because eventually I saw it, but... Smiling Man's good. Nice. I'll check it out. This leads to my question. If you were to make a horror short, what style of film would you work with? Would it be a throwback 80s slasher or a gritty Saw-like short? Would you focus on a masked killer or a more supernatural evil? Lots of gore or a more subtle original Halloween take on blood? Would you go for scares or gross outs or just a spooky atmosphere like clickety-clackety The Witch? CGI or practical effects? Big budget or low budget? Digital or film? Now, by no means answer all these questions. No, we'd be here. All right, next question. But but (laughs) use them as a guide to really flesh out what your short would be like. My two shorts are 80s throwback slasher films based on a killer evil down named Booba. I really wanted the 80s vibe, so I gave the first film a scratched film look, inspired hammy acting, and embraced bad effects. Then, with the sequel, I made it more like a crappy VHS follow-up. So more cheap effects, more dumb explosions, and random VHS tracking. I love the 80s, and I wish I lived in them. Ah, yeah, they were the best. So my shouts work as a fun tongue-in-cheek slashers from the area. My shorts, not my shouts, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> from the era I long for. And now I want to hear what you would do. Keep up the amazing work and keep ripping on Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Is the nasally cute one. <laughs> God, he is. So thank you very much, Hudson Williams. And thank you. Uh,
4: I love it when 17 year old boys send me their shorts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they call them baldies. Short <laughs> films. <laughs> <laughs> we call them baldies. Oh, oh. man.
3: Okay. I love it. it is a good question. Now, before we answer anything, I must say (laughs) that I was running kind of late this weekend, and I just remembered the two videos right before we went on air. So I was about three minutes into the first one, and then I got a text saying, are we ready, and then we all jumped online. So I'm going to have to discuss them more on the next show, but I did see a booba doll come out, so I saw that part.
4: Oh, yeah? What color is booba?
3: This one was yellow. Boobas are different. Are you familiar with boobas? No, I'm
4: familiar, familiar with these. I just like stores. put my hands it's on two yellow. big
0: booba Oh, booba.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> two big
4: yellow boobas.
0: Like milky yellow boobas.
3: <laughs> milky? <laughs> yellow? She's jaundiced? Yeah. So Christian goes on one of those websites and it, 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 it's Asian girls that are milking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. I would just went around with a cup of coffee <laughs>
3: <laughs> And you use their milk for the coffee yeah. no. I just said <laughs> double double <laughs>
4: <laughs> Whoa.
3: Who else watched the shorts?
4: He described them perfectly He really captured those feels Yeah definitely And they were a lot of fun Alright
1: very cool You all, all three of you Four including Mr. Watson here Have the answer to what kind of short you'd make Or
3: Slasher obviously You don't like slashers no. No, not at all. I would make a slasher and it would be sl- it would be in the middle. Like you said it would it be Halloween or would it be gory? I wouldn't have over the top gore because I would have would focus on suspense. So I try to make it a combination of Halloween and Friday the 13th. Of course, typical answer. That's me. That's what I want to do. I want I want to try to replicate those amazing slashers that I love. So Okay, I know, but it's the truth. What? Who did that sound? Brandon, that's his new thing. Oh,
4: okay. That's my new thing. If I don't like something, I did it to you earlier. You didn't know. I, I know that <laughs> you,
1: you'll do it like everything
4: I, read, everything I say. Holy crap. I, I was messing around. It's all good.
0: What would you do, Brandon, then? Big shot? Yeah. yeah. I don't
4: know.
0: Big shot, Brandon.
4: I, not that no, big. I, I don't know anything about the technical side of filmmaking, but <laughs> I definitely want it to be done digitally because I want it to look as crisp as possible. And I actually wrote a little story for it.
1: Wow! Ooh, that's going way too far. Read it to far. me. Read it to me. Come on. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna
4: read this. It might be a little cliche, but this is the type of stuff that I would like to see in shorts. I don't. I'm sure this has been made before, but here it is. Like
3: big, big, juicy cock. It, right?
4: Close <laughs> up of a nine and a half inch black dong. <laughs> Oh. No, this is gonna sound wrong now when I start this. Okay, uh, we start with a <laughs> we, we start with a close up of an eighteen year old young man's face, and he's laying. No, and he's <laughs> I fucked myself. Oh
3: god! Oh, you fucked him.
4: He's, he's seventeen, laying,
3: man. No, he no made,
4: eighteen. He made, him made legal. a, a legal. <laughs> I made a legal. Of course, I His name is his name is
1: Hudson. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's what I was talking
4: about. <laughs> Hashtag Hudson, you're
1: awesome. Uh, okay.
4: So we start on a close-up of this eight year old young man's face. He's laying there staring into space in like a state of euphoria. Then a montage begins of flashing scenes of him graduating high school, partying, meeting the girl of his dreams in college, getting married, buying a dream home, having children, teaching his children all such things, dancing with his wife walking his daughter down the aisle, getting older with his wife, playing with his grandchildren. And the scenes just get faster and faster. And finally, we go back to the image of his face. And you see a small smile on his face as a tear starts to roll down his eye. And we pan out to see him laying in the hall with a gunshot wound to the stomach, clenching at it. Then we pan out even further to see one of his peers, a gunman, standing over him. And we see the emptiness in his face. He pulls the trigger. And continues walking down the halls as we see other dead victims running and screaming and panicking for their lives. The end. You know, hey, I love it. That's really good. Thank you. Very American. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very, unfortunately, inspired by too much uh real shit, but...
3: We need to bring down the show.
0: You know, the only twist that I could think of that, and it doesn't even need to happen because that was perfect, uh, would be that he was a shooter. And... Uh, Maybe, I guess he has to be alive based on your version of the story, but I thought he could have taken his own life and as the camera pans back, oh, he's, he's holding yeah. a gun and you see all the carnage as the camera keeps and shoots, panning.
4: shoots him. And then maybe he shoots himself. as Yeah, yeah. She, that's excellent. Yeah, I like that. Want to know something weird?
3: When Brandon, Brandon, when you were explaining the story and you said the gunshot in the stomach and then turned and see, I thought you, it was going to be suicide. That's where I thought you were going with it. So that's Same fucking
1: here, easy. actually, yeah. Wow, we or
3: the, all the same Well, then
0: maybe, maybe no. Then maybe the fact that it didn't go that route is better because we all expected wow. it to go that route. So then Brandon's, funny enough, got the right idea. In terms
4: of filming it, <laughs> I know nothing. Wow. I actually tried to look into digital versus film and try to understand, and I couldn't uh, even begin to understand what I was reading.
0: Well, if, if the sky's the limit, I'd shoot film just for, since it is like sort of uh, dying art now. Give me a budget. Give me a high budget. Why not? For a short film, I think I would do the final chase. I would, I'd soup it up but with uh, some of the key murders happening throughout the final chase. So you got like a 20-minute film that just uh, encapsulates like a
3: slasher movie. See? That's funny because that's what I was thinking for mine except that mine was going to be a, a recount of the killers that the kill the kills that happened earlier in that evening. They were just going to be Shown in that in that final chase, but I wanted to make it suspenseful, so I don't know how how much uh, how many times I'd be going flashing shit. You know what I mean? I don't know, but I agree also on film. Mine would have to be it would be it would be done on film. What about you, Mister Watson? Do you have a
1: have yeah, a short yeah. film? I do, I do. Uh, yeah, well, well, first off, I was digging that main uh, regarding his shorts. I was digging that main Cynthia theme that would recur throughout both of the films like I I thought that was pretty neat because I I I'd want to score my own film too you heard that Christmas uh composition I did like I'd want to do something you know kind of creepy and 80s like that but I don't know if we're talking about how we'd personally handle our own short film like I've I've had this idea for a while now and it's not a traditional short exactly it's actually a music video that I'd want to do for one of my like dark hip-hop songs that I've always wanted to do and it's 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 not that one I showed you guys earlier, but uh, I've always, I've, always done, I've already done uh, the location scouting for this idea. It's this abandoned warehouse-like structure where all the live concert shots with the crowd would be. And oddly enough, there's even a stage in that weird abandoned building and everything. So I'd put up a bunch of torches to make the concert shots seem unsettling. But the main plot of the video would see these two people in a forest, which I've, I've already picked that location out too – and they're surrounded by black robed figures in some kind of dark ritual. And as the video progresses with the cultists looking on, the two people in the circle are bound in marriage by some horned like demon before proceeding to happily gut one another. It'd be like a dark themed interpretation of like a marriage ritual basically. And I'd want it to be classy, bloody, Dark, like, think Penny Dreadful, but done in four minutes over a dark ambient hip-hop instrumental. Lots of long takes. You know, I don't know. That, that's 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 what I've got. So that's kind of that's kind of what's up here. So,
3: nice. Yeah, gangsters. Oh. You guys. I, I, you guys got in. You guys got deep. Much better than me. I was just basic as could be, but uh, I'm thinking of Slash. I'm thinking, what else, well, what else could I do? If I want to do a you're Slash basic. style, what Babe, else can I do? You're basic. I'm just a simple guy. I mean, it's... It's been, it's been said before. So, all right. Next show, I will have watched the, the, the boobas, both of them. And, uh, so you guys, I, I started to ask the question. Are you guys familiar with boobas? Is it a real are, thing? Are they, are they like beanie babies? Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Now check it out. The reason I know about this is because when my daughter was at that age, this was something that was in fashion. Boobas are in fashion. They were for a short time. Like black. And- Exactly, but these were boobas. This was, yeah. was before that, right? So, <laughs> it was. It, it's a stupid show. It's kind of like Teletubbies, but even weirder. And they, they're different colors, and they go boobah. They say that a lot, and they look like they look like they know what they look like. Um, uncircumcised penises, almost, but they're fat too. They're they're all different colors and shit. Stop! And you're they-
4: making my mouth water. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Anyway, it's really, it was a really strange show for like very young children. You know, it was just weird and trippy and colorful and, you know. So when I saw that doll, that yellow Booba, I said, it is Booba. It's the same thing. <laughs> so that's what is it a, is.
4: There is a, tele, a Teletubby line in the short. Really? Don't, don't spoil shit. it. No, I'm not spoiling it. I'm just, I just
0: Googled the Boobas and I remember that show from when I, my daughters were young. Holy crap. And they yeah. do look like uncircumcised pants. <laughs> I know.
3: I know. I've seen a few in pornos. I know. But they fat. I've seen a few in pornos. <laughs> Unfortunately. And uh... Christian's
4: felt a few in his anal cavity. <laughs>
3: hey! Hey! Where's oh, that laugh track, Christian? There's another
1: edit. <laughs> yes,
0: there's... <laughs> I should do two cuts of this show. One cut and Brandon's not in it at all. But we don't say anything about it.
1: <laughs> oh, I think that's hilarious. I do too. Oh, I love you, B. But that's <laughs> hilarious.
0: Don't worry, you'll be on your okay. own podcast with each other soon.
1: Oh, oh, wow. yeah. oh what? What's that about?
3: <laughs> don't even start. Don't even start with these the two. It's bad enough. Rookie square are going be. They're going to be grab assing the whole show, Christian. These two. Believe me. That's well, I have thing.
1: a feeling that Dave isn't down with it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I just think you guys are funny. <laughs> <That's all. laughs> you're entertaining the two of you Oh, you know geez so listen i'm doing two more things now that i've never done before i'm reading them for the first time live on the air i don't know what they say one is a message from our buddy jim k it just came in like half an hour before we started recording and I, I messaged him back saying i'm not even gonna read this until we go on live just for shits and giggles and Because we only had one email, I put that thing on the group page saying, hey, we only got one email. Does anybody have a question for us? I have not looked at any of those responses yet. So everything I'm doing is straight, you know, as is live. Nice. So let's see how it goes. All right. Jim K. Hello, Dave. I haven't messaged in a while, so I thought I'd send you another question. Yes, I always message you this way because I'm too lazy to send an email. I knew it. Great responses to my previous questions. I figure I'd bug Brandon this time since he's the Canadian basher. What? (laughs) What? Brandon CB, he says. Canadian basher. And pose a question that I don't remember if you ever covered. Although I think Christian did his solo cast, I'd like Brandon and everyone else to give their top five pure Canadian maple syrup Canadian horror films and... No co-productions, just to make it more interesting. It was actually a challenging list to put together. Here's my five. The Changeling, Ghost Keeper. I don't know that movie. It's from 81. Yeah. Uh, Wow, okay. My Buddy Valentine, Black Christmas, and Videodrome. Don't worry, Brandon. We Canadians have lots of love for you. If the pod was a person, you'd be the skid mark on its underwear. So. Well,
0: I could go first because that, that is how I did my list. I did, remember yeah. I said my rules were no co-productions because we had February. We had, or yeah, The Black Hood's Daughter now, as you guys know. Uh, the Martyrs, for Christ's sake. I mean, there's so many great, great co-productions as well. But uh, my, uh, my top five, I'll have to do my top six because Prom Night made my number six. Then it was uh, The Editor from 2014, my Bloody Valentine came in at number four. Number three was 5150 Elms Way from 2009. And if you haven't seen that flick, check it out, everybody. And of course, number two was Black Christmas, 74. And number one was Videodrome.
3: Of course. Uh, so I guess I fucked that up, guys, because uh, <laughs> a question like that requires time. But again, oh, man. It, it came a half hour before the show started. So. We are going to have to answer this next show. And Mr. Oh, yeah, Watson... I, I, I feel like I could do five. I don't even know what the fuck's Canadian and what's not. But if you want to be my guest, Yeah, same
1: here, man. Yeah, I don't know what a co-production is and what isn't. I'd have to do some <laughs> research on that, like, you know, right. find out what qualifies and what doesn't. So I, I love your smile right now on the camera, Brandon. Gosh, you look so dreamy. Brandon. All right, I'll go... You, go
3: ahead.
1: What?
4: No, what's I'm up? saying, go You're ahead.
3: Saying? Be my guy. If you feel you got the power, you can do it, then... By all means, I'm, I might cool.
4: start naming co-productions, though, so I'm not sure.
3: That's why I'm then not get answering, out, gangsta. Then, thank you. you.
4: Was Pin a co-production? No.
3: <gasps> Pin, Pin's okay. good. That's Pin. Pin's on my list. Okay. It's on my list, too. Pin,
4: Dead Ringers, Black Christmas.
3: <laughs> this is like a game show. I, I Come love on, that keep one. Keep
1: going. Keep going. Um, <laughs> American Mary. All right. Co-production, I don't
3: know. No,
0: no he's good. And he's good, so.
1: Oh, okay. And I love that Christian just knows.
3: I know, right? He just knows. Yep. <laughs> Happy
1: birthday
4: to me.
0: You might be okay with that. I think it was a co-production, though. I think that was All a right, US... Rituals, then,
4: from 1977.
0: Rituals, yeah, okay. I think that was a co-production, too, actually.
4: All right, Girl House.
5: <laughs> You're in.
4: Stop. Done. You see? Yep.
3: You couldn't, be just, you couldn't just do it like I was going to do. And I was even going to ask Watson if he could proxy his and message it to him. We can read it on the show. It's gonna be I'll do that. Nice. See yeah. Yeah.
4: Well, I'll, I'll do an official one for next show because I was just naming them and they were all out of order.
1: It's a fantastic question, honestly.
3: I agree.
0: Because yeah. okay, there's so go. many goddamn good fucking Canadian horror films,
4: guys. Oh, and My Bloody Valentine. I forgot the name.
3: Okay, Mr. Void. Now I remember why you had the Void so high. It's Astron 6. I wasn't even <laughs> thinking.
1: Wait a second. Are, are it's an about automatic to get, 9. Are we about to get in a discussion about the Void here? No, no. Okay, all right. I think you're a lover too.
3: and
1: no. Oh, I got – we'll talk another time then.
3: Yeah, man. Bring those member berries with you next time,
1: okay? Yeah, fuck <laughs> Dude, okay, that was actually fuck my it. thing. I got no member berries with this movie, and that's not at all my appeal for the film. So uh-huh. but anyway, that, that's yeah, that, that's, it's that's because a, it's a kick ass time. fucking movie is what the appeal is. I, I got like, I, we don't we don't got to get into that that's sidetracking. That's not, I,
3: that's not. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I, I mean, you said you, you said enough. I, I believe you. And that, that's great. You don't have member berries and you still love it. So that's awesome. <laughs> but but then again, if you would have had those member berries, you would have realized that this was all stuff that's been done before and it might not have impressed you as much. Hey,
1: member
4: berries. And, and,
3: And absolutely,
1: I think you made some good points on that. I'm not gonna get into any of the points I was thinking of earlier to bring up, but yeah, I think you made some good points too that I'm not gonna sit there and take away from about the void. But I just, I do think that there are other people, like I am, like you could shout out like Mark Nado or Brian Sammons who'd be like, this is like the cosmic horror film we've never had before. Pure Lovecraft and don't think tentacles like Brandon's Japanese porn. Like I'm, I'm talking, but anyway, that, yeah, that's a, Another, another time, another place. <laughs> right. the corridor.
3: Hey, hey, listen, being attacked by the member berries. There's no shame in that. It happens to everybody. I was just pointing out what I saw. Is that you know? your
4: favorite berry? Are those in season right now? Member berries? They're always in season. Mm, so juicy. Mm. Especially.
3: Yes. Yeah. Juicy is all hell.
4: Juicy member <laughs> berries.
3: Man. Yeah. <And>, yeah. <laughs> me. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Wait, are you,
1: are we still on emails right now, guys? Well, there are no more emails, so I was going I got to one. listen. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. It's like, it's like three lines. It just says, got <laughs> it today. It says, I understand that you're slated to be on the next or, – or, shoot, the, I, I can't t- – I'm stroking out. Uh, no, I, I understand that you're slated to be the next guest on the Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast. Those guys sure are great, aren't they? I just want to admonish you to continue to take the high road and don't sink to their level. Sincerely. Mr. Watson from Horcode. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all I got. <laughs> that's the only email I got. I've got a voicemail. Oh, oh. Kind of cool.
2: Yes, this is Doctor Lipschitz. Doctor <gasps> Richard Lipschitz, oh, calling in for the very first time. I've been an attending physician for the last 20 years or so, and I practice in the field of urology, specializing in the male reproductive system. I'm essentially a Dick Doctor, and since my name is Richard, or Dick, the irony is not lost on me when people at the hospital call me Dr. Dick, the Dick Doctor. It's rather humorous. (laughs) But I'm calling in because word got around to me that one of the hosts of this podcast knows me personally. In fact, Brandon Orlick is a patient of mine. He's got a rather adorable... Looking penis, if I do say so myself, but it has become shriveled and dried up from under use. I made attempts to prescribe to him some hot-ass bitches, but this did not take. We're also doing the best we can to control his herpes outbreaks, but that aside, I would give him a clean bill of health, certainly. In any case, I'd like to end this call with a urologist joke. Patient. Goes to the urologist for a follow-up. He gets into the examination room and he waits. Finally the doctor comes in and the patient asks, What's my prognosis? The doctor then responds, You're in trouble. Get it? Like you're <laughs> in the man is experiencing health troubles as well. <laughs> Call in at a later date once I hear what this podcast is about exactly. So, have a nice day. Wow.
3: Now I know where Brandon gets his jokes from. <laughs> total, total Brandon joke. Intro. You know
1: what he reminds me of? He reminds me of that guy from the Muppets, the, the, the Eagle? The oh. Blue Eagle guy? Yeah, Sam. <laughs> so, are you really a patient of uh, Dr. Lipshitz, Brandon?
4: He really hit my diagnosis right on the head. Oh man. <laughs>
3: I hope you call back. <laughs> okay, I'm going to our uh, group page, and if you aren't a member, what are you waiting for? We're the only one out there. Exploding heads horror movie podcast. Just
1: oh, there's down. no, there is another exploding heads out there. It's like some there's fucking comedy troupe for real. Yeah, because there's a, there's another horror corridor. My son named my podcast, and I've noticed a bunch of the people who like I, I talk with on on a regular basis have liked that other horror corridor page. I don't really know what it is, but like. Yeah, the, if you're trying to like Horror Cordo, no, join Horror Cordo, don't like it, because I don't know who that person is.
0: Oh, yeah, I don't it. like it. If they're not on Facebook, they're definitely on uh, YouTube. You're
3: right. The Exploding Heads, comedian, 2,000 people, and three guys. <laughs> yeah. Three guys? A bitch.
1: A Jew, a Canadian, <laughs> Joe Pesci.
3: <laughs> it's three and guys me. that are not as good looking as us, but oh, hell they're no. there. Don't yeah. like it. Don't go to the like page and like it with that thumb up. Go to the group. Yes. And it says, Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast, and then press that button. And join. then ask to join. See? You can like them in your mind. Just don't <laughs> like them physically. It's like <laughs> pedophiles. You can like them in your mind all you want. <laughs> don't, don't, like don't, act, don't act on the urge, everybody. Okay, 16 comments. I don't know what any of this says. It could be nothing. But... I don't care. I'm just glad that anybody's listening to this show at all. So, I-, I thought I would get some questions from some people. So, Warren Mooney says, What's your favorite villain from the 80s horror craze? Well, Christian and I are easy, I think. Right? That's Jason. Yes, Jason.
4: <laughs> Angela Baker. Oh,
3: of course.
1: Chicks with yes. dicks. <laughs>
4: it's of safe.
3: course. Angela. Yeah. Pretty Angela! Young. Remember that fucking Who's the Boss? <laughs> you know...
1: Do you think I would be remiss to put this to literature or should I keep to films? If it's literature, I'd say like the vampire Lestat probably because that's when millions of people were reading those Anne Rice books and he was like the gangster just being bad, being good, doing all this crazy stuff. But like uh, I guess if we're talking movies slash books, I might go Jack Torrance um, because especially the book. But also the movie, too, you see this man going mad and just about to do the worst, the second worst thing to his son. <laughs> and uh, there, there's something really – that's 1980 that gets in there and just the book. Well, that's – oh, shoot. The book is in 80s, though. So I'm going to go vampire list literature-wise slash uh, Jack Torrance. Yeah.
4: Wait. If we're going literature, I'm going to go with the, uh, the duck from uh, Are You My Mother? Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's probably the last yeah. book I read. <laughs> that tractor in that book like disturbed me I was like what's it gonna say and what's it gonna do like oh man yeah it was uh, upsetting
3: the fire truck was worse though great answer on Jack Torrance I mean you know how I feel about The Shining I fucking love The Shining yeah wow great answer okay You're Don Freeze and Ellie Freeze, Fries himself yep yeah. the Free, <laughs> Dictor oh. I called him <laughs>
4: All Don wants to say is Christian's taste in music sucks.
3: (laughs) Oh, Dr. Freeze. Leave him alone.
1: What killed the dinosaurs? The
3: Ice Age. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Okay, Freeze. Uh, What horror film would you personally rate as a classic that you can only bring to rewatch once? I don't know.
4: What do you mean? Like, a classic film that we can only watch one more time and then that's it?
3: I'm just reading what the words say. What horror film would you personally rate as a classic that you can only bring to rewatch once?
1: So we could probably put our own meaning on that, like, if it means, like, it's so disturbing or we just kind of are... I'll go first. I'll go first on this one to give you guys time uh, because I did see this one. All right, and this might be controversial, homies, but, like... And I like this movie a lot. Classic, absolute awesome movie. But you know what? I could probably... Never watch Alien again. I don't do rewatches. You, you guys, I think oh, you guys know that about me. I'm not a big rewatch guy, and I love Alien. I think it's fantastic. I uh, showed my son that movie earlier this year, and we were just both like, that's what's up. But you know what? If someone was like, yeah, you can't watch that again, I'd be like, oh, okay. So I'm just going to throw it out. Classic, awesome movie that I could not give up. I wouldn't want to. If someone's like, what if you wanted to watch it in 10 years? I'd be like, well, then I would watch it. <laughs> you know, but if, yeah, I'll just throw that other classic that I could probably be fine with saying I've seen it enough. So. The
4: Exorcist.
0: I agree. I agree with Brandon. I was just about to say it. The Exorcist.
1: What?
4: Yeah. Sorry. It's been oh. so long since I've watched it, and honestly, I will watch it again, but if I only have to watch oh. it one more time,
1: fine. I've watched it. It's a good choice, you guys.
0: Yeah, I like it. Great movie. Scared the shit out of me uh, when I was younger. But yeah, I don't have to ever see it again.
3: Okay. I got one, and I love this movie. And I don't know why this is the one that came to mind, but if I had to, to pick one, it would be Evil Dead. I love it, but for some reason, I- I've seen it a shitload of times, and I haven't gone back to watch it and liked it in like two years. If I could only watch it one oh. more time.
0: I- he just I- stroked oh. out. Whoa, yeah. I-, I liked it, liked it, liked it, liked <laughs> <laughs> it, liked it.
4: Liked it. <laughs> yes, and <stuttering> mumbles.
1: Uh-oh. <laughs>
4: you're back on, you're back on. That's nah, okay, you're yeah, good, you're, you're back,
3: you're back, man, you're back.
1: Did you like
4: plus, it?
3: <laughs> plus, I can watch Evil Dead too.
4: That's yeah. a good choice too. I like that. Uh, I like all I actually day. like all the answers because I agree with too. all three of those movies. If I had to give all three of them up, I could do that. But well, didn't, I didn't st- stole my fire. Now I'm doing <laughs> it. Virginity. My analogy. It's
3: all about It's all about that click and that man clack. Okay. All right, David Andriana says, off-topic question, satisfied with the Sabers' moves? Oh, <laughs> I have a great show, brother. He's talking about Buffalo. Hockey, in a quick answer, yes. Yes, I'm satisfied. It's a start. I wish they do the same thing with the Bills. And that's that. <laughs> so, okay, Mike Merriman, speak of the devil. How about some predictions for the Bates Motel season finale? Oh, geez. Are you guys caught up? First and I foremost? am not. Please don't ruin this. I will not. You I'm,
4: I'm on. I'm <laughs> still on episode one. I haven't started it yet.
1: I'm, I'm so. saying I'm actually right where Brandon is. We, we're planning to watch it together. <laughs> oh sure, we're playing grab ass. I mean, this is Bates okay. Motel. Gosh, he has been ignoring my messages lately. I don't know if we're as close as we were. No, we're. He close. told we're me. Close. He oh, I know we are. He felt I bad, bad about, about it. it. I felt terrible. he told me he felt. Oh, bad. dude, I was like he... just joking. You're actually referencing a real thing right now, and I'm not, dude. No, no freaking way. You're good. Nope, nope, no. We're not doing this here. God, I need you in my life.
3: See? Yeah. See, Christian? They're just going to grab ass the whole show these
1: days. Uh, kind of. What? Just wait till you hear the Rocky Four Horror Picture Show. Brandon's <laughs> like, wait, what's that? <laughs> yeah, that's our new podcast I just made up on the spot.
3: <laughs> oh, okay. I Austin, love it. Rocky Four or Rocky, Nightmare on Elm Street 2?
1: Rocky Four, come on! Hello, hello! Yeah, Rocky Four <laughs> Horror Picture Show. But no, we're, we're reading the Facebook comments. I didn't mean to announce uh, mine and Brandon's pretend podcast that we're not actually doing, but are not gonna do. It's just basically where we compare every horror movie to Rocky Four, and then review the <laughs> Rocky Four the same way every time. Oh, then and I did. Mean. We both sing uh, "There's No Easy Way Out" at the end every time. Then yeah, i fucking single in single time. So it's number one on Horfilia already, and it hasn't come
3: out. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh,
1: what hey, maybe we'll
3: get famous, and it'll it'll really hit like. Uh, What's that like Tusk did? It was the idea they had in a podcast, oh. remember? Dang. Yeah. Okay, uh, Jerry Herring. What would your dream interview be for the show? Has to be alive though. One from each of y'all cats. Wow, a dream interview. Good question. Mm. Tom Savini. Nice. Black Phillip. Oh. <laughs> He's not alive. He died. Lickety
1: clackety bam. What's that? I am a lamb. Would you like some butter? Butter.
4: I am a lamb. For a pretty dress. I am a lamb. So
1: Dave's got Tom Savini, <laughs> Brandon Black Phillip,
0: Clive Barker.
1: Ooh. Oh, Why? man. Are you going to admit to him what you did with that laser disc? Right? I may. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't do it. <laughs>
0: You make it sound like I got him to sign it to sell it. I yes. got it signed. And That's like I
3: think <laughs> if I were 10 him. years later, I sold it. Yeah. No, he, he,
1: he'd be like insulted if you didn't sell it.
3: I got to tell you a story. I was listening to a podcast and a guy on this podcast said that he knew a guy that waited in line at, at a uh, convention, you know, to meet Clive Barker. And when he got to the front of the line, this guy actually made a film and he wanted Clive Barker to sign the the film that he made because he was a big Clive Barker fan. Maybe it was based in in some of his work. I don't remember, but it was a film that this guy made. So Clive Barker said to him, how about you autograph it and give it to me and I'll watch the film when you let me keep the film. (laughs) And He said, yes. So, <laughs> Clive Barker is a hell of a nice guy to show that, that type of interest in a fan. You know what I'm saying? He's like, no, since you made a film, I want your autograph, and I'm going to take your film and put it in my house and watch this movie. And see oh, this threw it is who oh, no, I told you, man, he was a great guy. Wait, there Brandon, you is your real answer Black Phillip?
4: <laughs> no, but I really am not
1: that ambitious about talking to anyone. I think for me, if it, I'd want to interview Michael Doherty. I oh, feel nice, like I'd man. have a lot, lot yeah. to say to that guy. I feel like we could talk, cause I love. He's two for two, hard for me. Like, like he's hard for me. He's two for two. You know, Krampus and Trick or Treat. Like, I don't know how this Godzilla thing's gonna go, cause I'm not. I'll admit it. I'll admit it. I'm not the biggest Godzilla fan, but I'll watch it, cause he's actually b- behind the whole thing. So I'll check it out. But. So far, two for two. I'll, I'd love to. His interviews are so well done too. That guy's well spoken. I'd love to chat it up with Michael Doherty or Danielle Harris, but not talk one time about Halloween. How would that go? Ask her about motherhood. Ask her about all these different things about you know her ambitions behind the camera. And then, meanwhile, while everybody hates the interview I did because they want to hear about Halloween, like she says, best interview ever with a hashtag. I'm just like hashtag. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! So yeah, that's what's up. Stick with Michael Doherty. Yeah, I'll stick with Michael <laughs> <going>. you're right. <laughs> Those are the jokes. Michael Winslow. Michael Winslow. <laughs> Michael <laughs>
4: Winslow!
1: <laughs> 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 this show's going down the yeah. shit tubes fast. Oh my god, like everybody's gonna be like, never have Watson on near you guys again. Oh my god.
3: Hey, whatever, we do what we do. I right? thought a
1: what Watt gave the show play. power.
3: <laughs> That's what I was thinking too. I'm literally dragging this train down. <laughs>
4: We sucked the, the funny the out
3: of the room? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Marina Turnbull oh. says, asks, Who is your favorite horror star that you've met personally and also your least favorite, the one that you found the most rude? Well, I haven't really met anybody except Bill Moseley, and he was awesome. Have at it, boys.
0: All right, well, I've met Tom Savini, awesome guy. Kane Hodder, awesome guy. Same convention way back when. Linnea Quigley, Herschel Gordon-Lewis. Rest in peace. He was fucking amazing. And Clive Barker, of course, that was at a convention that was at that book signing. All of them have been great. Have had no bad experiences like I just saw on uh, the Skeleton Crew with one of them, uh, Jerry, having a bad experience with Tom Savini. Weird. Maybe he was just tired. I liked what I talk about going back in, like, 91. No lineups. No panels. We walked right up to them. They were walking around the, the, the floor of the convention. You went up, talk with them. Hey, I love your work on Maniac. Boom. Talk to him for 10 minutes. You're off. Next guy's talking. to and him. And that, awesome. that was to and
4: Gordon-Lewis. That
0: was Horsley Gordon-Lewis, yeah. On
1: Maniac. That's
0: great. <laughs> I told the story already. He gave me his home address.
3: That's so cool. Wow. He, he was Dude, like, and now it's useless. You had to tell us now. Well, it
0: was useless. He died a few... Way before we started this podcast.
3: No. Di- oh, yeah. Pretty no. sure. No. Was- <laughs> oh, He just died this... R.I.P.H.G.L. <laughs> he died last year. Yeah. Show. Yeah, just last year we we could have gone to his house and you know done. It wasn't just premieres. last year, was it?
1: Mm-hmm. Two years ago. yeah, way before you like, started the podcast. <laughs> like five months
3: ago, it was like five
5: months ago. I
0: think <laughs> <What> was that was <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm fucking wrong here.
4: I don't think I am, but
3: he died recently. I I only met one guy and I loved him.
4: Yeah, <laughs> everyone I've met has has been nice. Tom Atkins was awesome. Um, Amanda Bierce was awesome. Uh, Lloyd Kaufman, I met recently. He was great. Cool. Melissa Rose was really nice. She's a hugger. That's by who the I way. thought. Phyllis- she's,
3: a, she's what? She's a hugger. She hugs everyone. Oh, I thought that was going to be your answer to if you could interview one person. Melissa Rose, I was going to say, was your. No, answer. she's really cool. She
4: even gave me her information. She's like, I'll do the podcast. I know she does a lot of podcasts, but I told hey, her. I said, hey, we hey, don't hey, do hey, interviews. What'd she
3: say? Did, will she review a movie with us? I told her. She said yes. Well, That's call her so up and say, cool. pick a movie. Yeah. All this any movie, how about this? Tell her, any slasher from the 80s, your pick. We'll review it. That's okay, it. I'll reach out to her. In terms of people I
4: don't like who I've met, um, just Bill Cosby. But I don't know, I was real dizzy. <laughs> and then, I don't know, then I woke up and he was gone. My, my anal cavity was sore,
1: but other than that, <laughs> you know. Bam
4: a lamb.
3: All right, what about you, Mr. Watson? Have you met anybody?
1: <laughs> no, man, I've never met anybody in, in the horror circuit. I, I don't have a lot to say on this, so I, yeah. Next question, next.
3: Next
0: question. You call yourself a fucking fan.
3: Mike Merriman gets a second chance. <laughs> I know. What is the better Lipton seasoning, dried onion for making onion dip or the dried noodles and seasoning for stroganoff? You know, Mike, two chances, over two. The onions, definitely. The, the onions, onions is the answer. All right. That's what I'm going with. I agree. I agree. The onions. What do you call four cows standing in a circle masturbating? <laughs> Beef stroganoff. Oh, zing! Uh, Beef Stroganoff. Boom. It's the only stroganoff joke I had, and it was a, a, a ridiculous question. Okay. The Ram <laughs> Man. <laughs> Are we ever going to get a crossover with the Skeleton Crew? No. Next question. Casey Bates. <laughs> oh, what? Ooh. Better way to be resurrected from the dead. Number one, Flaming Dog Piss, Nightmare 4. Oh my God.
5: <laughs> Two,
3: Arnold Horshack <laughs> sticking a metal pole in your body and lightning <laughs> striking said ball, using Horshack instead of Jarvis for this question only. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Well, Flaming Dog Piss is the worst way to get resurrected ever, so by default that the only thing that could be worse is if the flaming dog that was pissing... Or not the flaming dog. The
5: flaming dog. (laughs) (laughs) Eight out of five.
3: (laughs) A flaming dog stabbing you with a metal rod, resurrecting you, would be worse.
4: I actually Uh, heard that all dogs are actually bisexual. You dog, you.
3: (laughs) No, I'm serious.
4: I think they were all bisexual. Just the men. The women are. I don't want to be pissed on, so I'll take the other one.
1: Which number, was the, which number was the piss? Was that number was that part four? Contrary to what I say, I don't <laughs> yes. want to be pissed on. You yeah, said you was, don't. Contrary, contrary to what, what I, I, say, <laughs> I say,
4: I don't want to be pissed on. So I'll take the, uh, the Horshack. Uh, Hashtag
1: resident. golden showers. And number two for me. I'll take Horshack.
3: Yeah. Well, I'll take Horshack. Anything's better than a, a dog that pees fire. I'm sorry. It could be anything. It could be a baby puking fucking bullets. I, I take that over a dog peeing fire. Okay, Mm. let's move on. Uh, (coughs) Casey Bates again. (laughs) 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 Oh, Mr. T, I love Mr. T. All right, uh, watch Slugs today, which brings up this question: What garden pests or insects that, if mutated by radiation, would scare you the most? I.e., rabbits, earwigs, butterflies, etc. So, garden pests or insects that, if mutated by radiation. Scare oh, scare you. Fucking Blotting earwigs. Right earwigs for sure. Dragonflies. I'm afraid of dragonflies <laughs> regular size.
0: Dragonflies? They're friendly.
3: <laughs> not if they're mutated, they're not. <laughs> dragonflies can fly. Uh, wouldn't you be more afraid of something that could fly at you?
1: Oh, sure. If it was like the size of a plane, imagine those things just going wild, knocking 7- 747s out of the sky. That'd be kind of bad. Yeah. Kind of. How about
0: a million feet coming at you at a fucking godspeed? But.
1: No, and I'm would. with you on that. That's disgusting. That might be my choice, Christian. Like, holy Whoa. crap, that'd be disgusting.
3: <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> Dude, you could ride, gonna... ride that dragon out
1: of town. You're going to get killed <laughs> by that fucking dragon. <laughs> <laughs> out of town. Like, bugs don't have to be that much bigger in order to take over the world, really. We already have a hard enough time with them little. If they were that much bigger, moving that fast, being that strong, like, holy crap. I was, like, riding my motorcycle one time. My my like and I like I reached like a hundred and this dragonfly legit hit my helmet and the plexiglass little uh little little visor like fluct- like fluctuated and I was just it exploded like exploded uh, and, and it was, it was but it actually freaking shook my my plexiglass little visor and, and yeah so bugs are crazy man you know you don't want to <laughs> run to those on your motorcycle if they're like three feet big they knock you off your the ecosystem the human ecosystem would go to hell if bugs got bigger. Any of them would do it for me. I'm going with the earwigs with Christian, though. That's crazy. Good choice, though, like on the dragonflies. That'd be scary. Brandon's that, that's, asleep.
3: That's crazy. I don't know. Brandon's thinking about all different bugs and shit, I guess. Or he got bugged out. He's, I
1: he's researching bugs.
3: I, I'm very awkward
4: around women, so giant ladybugs <laughs> coming at me would be horrifying. I would, I would freeze up. I wouldn't know what to say. Good answer. Good answer. Ride, like,
3: folks. You know what's weird? I was having a conversation just like three hours ago. I was on my mother's back deck and I was hanging out with my wife, my brother, his wife, chilling. And I don't know how we got into this this conversation, but we did. And I, I said, imagine if every bird that we see around now just got huge, like times a hundred. They could take over the world. Just imagine. Wouldn't that be a scary movie? Were you every bird just freaking grew? Birdemic? Oh, are they really big birds in birdemic? No, no,
4: no, I mean, no. I have no, really. no
3: idea. I never saw it. I never saw it either. But just imagine that if every bird, tomorrow morning, we all went to bed, we woke up in the morning, and every blue bird and every fucking bird that's out there in the trees was like 10 times its regular size. The blue birds, specifically. Because there were no birds in it.
4: I was thinking about big birds. Yeah. What about Big Bird? What if Big Bird got smaller? Wouldn't that be terrifying? If he was like a foot tall?
3: What if Big Bird shrunk to the size of Woodstock and Woodstock grew to the size of Big Bird?
0: (laughs) Honestly, we are going into a territory that I never thought we'd go into.
3: I know, I know. Okay. (laughs) Sam Edwards says, Well, shit, who's the owner of the Lonely Heart? Oh, shit. Oh, I don't know, but it's much better than the owner of the Broken Heart, right? Oh,
1: well played, sir. Yes.
3: (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Thank you. Big Yes fan, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm okay. the drummer for Yes.
1: You met him? Was he cool? Yeah. Well, I, I did like uh, – it's not horror related exactly, but he, he was really nice. I, I was like writing uh, – I was doing a write-up for an event in Seattle where he was doing some guest judging for a big like uh, local music showcase. It was a big event. I was doing like the write-up for it. My girl was doing photography. Uh, yeah, he was the worst horror uh, <laughs> icon that I ever met.
3: That bastard. Yeah. Anyway – Let's catch our breath and come back with a more serious approach as we review uh, Behind the Mask, the Rise of Esley Ver... Es- <laughs> es- <laughs> oh, great. Esley? Oh, great. Get over here. We'll be right back.
1: Hey, Dave. Thanks for calling me right back, homie. Hey, I was wanted to ask you something if that's cool, man.
5: What do you want to tell me now, tough guy?
1: <laughs> tough tough guy? No, no, hey, Dave, like, I wanted, to g- I wanted to get your permission about something, actually. But first, dude, I gotta tell you, I've been going through the Exploding Heads Back catalog, and damn it, man, like, you are more hilarious than anyone knows. You're super funny, homie.
3: I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you, no, I make you no. laugh, I'm Wait. here to fucking amuse no. you. How the fuck am I Dave. funny? What the fuck Whoa. is so funny about me? No. Tell me,
1: tell me what's funny. D- Dave! No, no, no. It's nothing like... I didn't mean to offend you, okay? You're you're kind of breaking up a little, though, but if you can hear me, hey, listen, I just wanted to talk to you about something from a while back. So remember a few months ago when those jokes were going around on Facebook about Brandon and I starting our own podcast? Well, dude, I, I think it's really going down. You were serious about that? not at no not at first you know we had a pretty good idea of what we wanted to do you know we're both the horophilia rookies we've got good chemistry christian was being a total dick about it so i don't know we d- we decided to really go ahead with it for real though what are you staring at you bald-headed jewish prick, uh, jewish prick is, is brandon there with you now <laughs> zing no no hey he'll tell you we talked to jason lloyd already about our new show he thinks it's a great idea and he's willing to give us a spot on the network. I just wanted to make sure you're cool with it since Christian isn't being very kind about it all, you Where know?
3: the fuck you get off talking to
1: people about me behind my back going over my head? No one is trying to go over your head, Dave. What'd you think? I wasn't gonna find out? Well, that's why I'm talking to you on the phone now. You motherfucker, you! Okay, I get that you're upset. You motherfucker, you! Okay, listen, look, if Brandon's there with you now, talk to him. You can say what you want to me over the phone, but what do you have to say to him, Dave? He's right there. Tell him. What do you got to say?
3: Get this through your head, you Jew, motherfucker. Wait, you. You only exist out here because of me. That's the hey, only reason. Without me, you personally, Dave, every fucking wise guy still Dave, around, I'll take a piece of your fucking Jew ass. Whoa, that that's anti-Semitic. You go. Semitic. You're fucking one. Don't ever go over my fucking oh, head again. Dave, you listen. listen you. No
1: one's. Motherfucker, you. Dave, listen. It, I'm just gonna hang up. I- I'm sorry that I asked anything. Look, Brandon's great. But, you know, if this guy means that much to you, I, I don't know, I, I'm i i am sorry I asked.
2: I got no more use for this guy. D-
1: don't say that. Like, look, what can I do to make this right? Like, what do you think I can do, Dave? I think you should give it to me. What? I think you should give it to me. You motherfucker, you! Okay, hey, uh, you know what? You can have, Brandon. Uh, I got Christian on the other line anyway, we're... Thinking about starting a franchise podcast. It should be a lot of fun. Anyways, uh clickety clackety, buddy. The rise of Vern Troyer. <laughs>
3: yeah, we're, we're back.
4: Behind uh, the yeah. mids,
3: the rise of Vern Troyer.
1: <laughs> That's awesome.
3: All right. Awesome. All right, well make it official, Brandon. Go ahead.
4: Okay, Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon, 2007, written and directed by Scott Glossaman. The next great psycho horror slashing, slasher sorry, has given a documentary crew exclusive access to his life as he plans his reign of terror over the sleepy town of Glen Echo. You guys may speak now. <laughs> oh, where'd you get that synopsis?
1: The B. I be not DB. I beat the... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> who, <laughs> the, um,
0: who the fuck is, would have this in their top ten?
1: Yeah. <laughs> that would be stupid if somebody did. You know, <laughs> I,
4: I have I have some major issues with this film.
0: So do I. What? Final act. Final oh. act.
4: Major issues. Yeah. yeah, the final act is... Okay. Well,
0: oh, I mean... We, we, maybe we shouldn't jump right there. We do yeah. things differently here, Mr. What? Big What? Oh, no. By the way, I, I did forget to bring this up at the beginning of the show, not to jump mm-hmm. back an hour and a half, but I was under the impression we're having Little Watt on the fucking show.
1: Not that He'd be Watt. a better guest than I'm being. <laughs> He'd be a better guest. He drank far less beer.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the, the, uh, are you going to make it? Uh, are you going to are you gonna talk about it on the Horror Corridor the first time Little Watt brings home a little twat? <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs>
1: I told him that the first time he has his first kiss, he's got to say, Give me some sugar, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. All right. Rise
3: rise of Leslie Vernon. Yeah. Shout out to Little Watt. Even though I I don't think he's listening to this foul mouth. toilet of a oh, show yeah. well since this
1: episode fits into the continuity of horror corridor he's going to put this episode probably up with your permission of course up on the site when it fits into where it fits into my top 10 episodes so yeah. he doesn't listen to the podcast anyway what am i talking about no. he doesn't oh,
3: okay <laughs> no it's not happening it's
1: true. no my <laughs> podcast our podcast he doesn't yeah. listen to it <laughs> <laughs> okay, so No podcast. So, so where do we want to start with this review of, of of the rise of Leslie Vernon? Like where where do we want to start? I know you, you've already you've all expressed you have major issues with this, and I think I know where some of that's going, but that that sounds like when we kick into spoilers. So where should we start
3: this? Where should we start it? The beginning is not found footage. About mm-hmm. that? I noticed that this time because, you know, yeah. doing for the show and if you guys recall, I did the found footage podcast, and I was like, I included this, and I recalled it as being the mockumentary style. And the first thing I noticed when I turned this movie on was that the way it begins, and the girls moving the brick, and they're foreshadowing to what's going to happen later, that is regular film style, not found footage at all. So right. I, that that struck me, and that was the intro, so that's where I could start.
4: Well, it's sort of a flashback of fla- of found footage. I don't know. I thought that the film suffers not knowing what it wants to be. Like, it, it should have just stayed straight up a parody and a comedy. I thought it started out really well. I thought the jokes were really funny. I like the way they work Leslie into, the, into this world where Michael, Jason, and Fred are all real. It's brilliant. Yeah, It is. It's a brilliant concept. It's a, it's a smart script
0: until the last act. But it's a smart script, that's great. I will give it credit for that. It's not scary in the slightest.
4: Exactly, because it's it's trying wow. to be just too smart, and it's trying to be overly smart. It's like give us some horror. You know, it's trying to be too much like Scream, just without the actual
1: slasher story. So, what do you what do you think in terms of the meta, the meta aspect of this film as it compares to say something like Scream? Because for me, Scream was was super successful because it didn't go as deep as as behind the mask did. You know, and I am not I'm not into tearing things down in order to build other things up. Because you all know I'm I'm a fanboy of Raza of Leslie Vernon here. But Scream got a lot of credit for its genre analysis back in 96. But as great as that movie is, and I'm gonna be talking about it on episode nine of Horror Corridor in ten years, but as great as Scream is, it never fully makes the leap from Cleverly, from being cleverly self-referential to being a full-fledged deconstruction of the genre, it never reaches that point, point. and that's probably one of the reasons it was so successful. Because behind the mask, not even ten years later, it's almost like it was too smart. Like one of you said it already, it was like it was too smart for its own good. And I don't know how possible it is to blatantly throw phallic and yonic symbolism to a casual theater-going crowd and expect them to go crazy for it. So I, I can I can see where anyone's coming from. You know, in that regard, definitely. You know, it's a horror movie for horror movie lovers. And, you know, Agreed. such projects don't often translate well to the outside world. So, yeah. But we're horror no, movie lovers.
4: Yeah, no, like right. it's and, and Okay, I, yeah.
1: okay, okay.
4: No, well, fair enough. I liked all that stuff. Sorry, Dave, go ahead. I'll call ahead. No,
3: no, no, no. Say it. You say it. Go ahead. You liked all that No, stuff. I, I loved all that
4: stuff. I thought it was clever and brilliant and, and great. But at the same time, we jump right into it with Leslie that, that – Really, very little is established with this character, and, and there's just characters in this film that feel like throwaway characters. Doc Halloran th- feels like a throwaway character, you know, underutilized, and um, I just feel that Leslie wasn't ironed out enough. You know, he, really? he's, he, he, but I he's really, fake. He's fake.
3: I know He's but i making up this persona. So how much do you want to know about a I know persona? he is
4: and I know they're planning on doing before the mask and and that could ever that could genuinely change my opinion on well, this it,
1: film. Brandon, it's going to be, be a graphic novel actually. Oh. They they weren't able to like successfully crowdfund before the mask, The Return of Leslie Vernon. So Not it's good. now they're, they're doing their own uh, crowdfunding now. For the graphic novel that will kind of serve as the sequel, it never took oh, okay. off. And I have some questions to you guys about that in a bit. But like, like, yeah, keep keep going with with this. So you don't feel like Leslie is fleshed out enough, and Dave, you're talking about how you feel like uh, he he Leslie Vernon doesn't necessarily need to be because Leslie Mancuso, we find out right. that's who he really is, is fabricating his legend to right. build so that we- hype,
3: right? We only get what we need to know by those newspaper clippings and by the little bit of legend that, that the story that Leslie himself told. So it's a put on. It's like watching wrestling. You know, a guy's a wrestler. His real name is, is Terry Bollea. His wrestling name is Hulk Hogan. So you get Hulk Hogan's history. You doesn't mean you don't need to near, know about Terry Bollea's history on, on the show. It's, it's the same thing. This is a guy playing somebody else. So it's, you don't need to know. And I'll say this, the first two acts are brilliant. And this is for horror movie fans, and that's what's brilliant about it, is that we get it. I'm going to differ from Christian and Brandon. I'm not blowing the movie, I'm not going to pull a Watson, but I will say this. <laughs> when, <laughs> when the third act comes, there was really nowhere else for them to go. You may not be thrilled with the direction they take, but because the first two acts were so brilliant, you get to the point of, okay, this is the night. I don't think there's anywhere else to go with the film. And again, I'm I'm being premature on that, but I think the first two acts are bloody brilliant. I think Agreed. it's, it's not it speaks to us. I'm, not yeah, well, I'm going, yeah. I like
0: the first two acts. I think the third act actually sinks the movie. Well, exactly. And, and it sinks, I don't want to jump the gun. sinks is a strong word sure, because sure. my 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 overall rating of it is not going to make it sound like I'm coming in like below a five or, or or anything ridiculous like that. I'm just saying that it almost contradicts the whole kind of structure and setup that we, we, we go with at the beginning of the film yes we've had we have found footage elements of the film yes there are moments where we go into the real world how the film starts is what we're, what we we're talking about earlier that's real world yes they are filming what we unbeknownst to us at this moment they're filming that moment but that's not their footage we're, we're looking at it as if we're watching a film or, or whatever at that moment in time and that movie does jump back and forth. Uh, between found footage and sort of real world throughout the movie. It's just having the whole final act in the real world doesn't work. You're right. Where do they go with it? But I, I think... What else they could should, they do? Right, that's... I think if
4: you're go. writing... No, nah, no. Nah, here's here's the big issue. For ultimately where the twist goes, and I, I actually really like the twist in, in the third act, the, the big revelation. Mm-hmm. Um, but however... There's just not enough in the first two acts between two specific characters. Not enough for me to ultimately care. They have a little conversation at one point that gets really deep and almost philosophical, and she actually starts like quoting Nietzsche, and it's very yep. and and he's being very uh, sympathetic. He he's almost like rooting against himself. He's almost looking for like some sort of catharsis, like.
1: Isn't that what it's all about, though? Isn't that about the the? – we'll just put it in kind of a loose terms here – the survivor girl empowering herself through his demasculation? Isn't that exactly. what it kind of requires?
4: Exactly. And you yeah. didn't like that? No, I, I love that. I just felt oh. there wasn't enough of, of a setup in the first two acts, even though the first two acts are great in terms of their, the comedy aspect. So it wasn't enough of, of the two main characters.
1: So you didn't like the chemistry between them, because Leslie himself, when they're when they're parked outside the high school, and and the, he's doing that kind of test run, showing them how he picks his target group. Yeah, he just says he likes the idea of the survivor girl, and for him, I mean, and and trust me, when we kick into spoilers, I have some stuff to say about your 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 guys' uh, take on the film, and I, I'm not trying to change anybody's mind, just a, a, another interpretation. But he likes that idea and and it sort of allows for that distance, at least to me. The chemistry, like there's no chemistry when you like the idea of someone. That's not love. You know, when people talk about love at first sight, all that is is you projecting onto them your idea of what they should be. And so that's distance. That's the definition of distance to me. But I, I get it if you don't feel like the actors, in question had chemistry i you know i mean that i guess that's that's that could be up in the air i don't
4: even think it was an actor thing maybe so much as just a development of story maybe even a little bit of backstory when the big reveal is thrown i think when the big reveal is thrown i just feel like it's forced it felt forced because you kind of don't see it coming because you don't pick up on on what's actually so what's actually going on and i think what they're all talking in
0: metaphor like I, I'm surprised yeah, doing yeah. a, we're doing a non spoiler. I thought because. No, it's we're not.
3: 10 we're not. Old. It's old. Well, oh, we what are doing are. a
1: spoiler. Okay, so wait. When the, yeah. do we jump into spoilers? When do we jump into you spoilers? Could it, you
0: could do it whenever you want, Mister Watt. You could do it now. It's an
3: old movie. Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, can, can I ask a question first? Because because uh, there is something I did want to ask you guys. It was something I prepared beforehand. Because I, I was just thinking about this this very last time I watched it, and then I want to talk about the perspective of the movie. You know, it, it, it's it's jumping perspective. Because I, I feel like you guys said your piece on it. Well, maybe Dave didn't as much, but okay. The question I have you guys is. So for me, at least, as someone who loves this movie, there's a tragedy that surrounds this film in my eyes. And it's the idea that, okay, it's been 10 years since this release. And I can hear some people going, no, it's 2006, 2006, but it got its, its legit release in 2007, homies. But it's been 10 years since its release. We've gotten no sequel. It's never picked up, never successfully funded, you know, the, the sequel. And so now it's only able to come out in graphic novel form, like I said. So my big question to you guys And I wish I should have prepared you guys for this, but it has to do with the big franchises that we all know and love. So back when those came out in the 80s, theatrically released horror was at its most commercially viable. That's why you could have like 20,000 sequels to these movies, no matter how good they were. And they'd all get into theaters and do all right. But my question is, okay, so let's say that Texas Chainsaw Massacre, 74, Halloween, 78, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street 84, Hellraiser, let's say each and every one of those films was a one-off. Just a one and done. And this is going to be a difficult mind exercise, but do you think that Michael Myers, Jason, Freddy, Leatherface, Pinhead, all those guys, do you think they would be the iconic, larger-than-life characters that they are now if they'd only had one movie to their credit as opposed to all the sequels? Like, did the key to their everlasting success lie in those sequels? Like, what what do you guys think about that? Because this was a one and done, and so I just, I kind of want to know what you guys think about that
0: i think you, no i think yeah. you're right i think yeah the sequels well, <laughs> a in the in the case of friday the 13th jason jason was just a drowned kid true uh no i think the sequels made him the icon the first movie is yeah. a classic okay. the sequels made him the icon jason became an icon uh in part three mm-hmm. jason was the like you know all story structure aside and the the silliness of it and and whatever because we know they were made for money and And whatnot, not necessarily to make sense, but the icon came uh, three films in and then took off with the hockey mask. And so, yeah, I guess my short answer, instead of rambling on here, is the sequels gave them their iconic status.
4: Yeah, I I agree. But I also think that when you make a film, you got to at least at least in this case, you got to at least think to yourself. We might just be a one and done, so yeah, you sure. have to give your give us enough of the characters that that we that we care, that we know, that we want to know more.
1: And you didn't Let, feel that you didn't feel that because
3: I, I did, I did but
4: too, I, also, I did, but I also feel like that's my issue with the film is like it didn't give us enough of what I wanted. Oh, but I, it probably would have in you know part two, part three, well, sure, part four. Sure. It would have been a, a great I don't franchise. Know.
3: See, I gosh, think it would have jumped the shark. I I, I think, I don't want to know more. I like it that this is, it's like, okay, Michael Myers would not have become what he became, if not for the sequels. We can all agree on that. But if Halloween 1 ended, Halloween 78, the movie ends, that's it, Michael's missing, it, it would it, it would not have impacted that movie. It, it would have been, it, if it's possible to make that movie better, it might have made it better. But, that's what I'm saying. That's what makes this movie great. I don't want to know. I don't need to know. I get everything I need in this movie. And I think, I think it would have jumped the shark if they would have gone. They would It would have It would have been more hokey. Like, I don't consider it even this comedy. I mean, it's kind of comedy. Yeah, I mean, either. It, it's nice. a wink and a nudge for horror fans like us. But so, let me show this movie to my mother. She probably wouldn't get any of the jokes. She'd just be like, well, this is a weird movie. That'd be, be her reaction. This is a movie for us. Even more so than Cabin in the Woods and Scream, and, and even The Final Girls, because they they play yeah. on slashers. I think that this speaks more directly with tropes that us slasher fans are familiar with, and that's why I Absolutely. love it. And, right? Yeah. Same here. Well, I think
1: it's the hands down the smartest deconstruction of the genre that uh, of the slasher subgenre we've seen on film. Scream was just self referential, and eventually, as much as I love it, love that film to death, it sort of became what it was parodying or yeah. satirizing, but freaking like this, this didn't. And I'm going to explain why in a bit, why I think it didn't. Um, but yeah, this it, this is full fledged psychological deconstruction. doesn't mean you got to like it, but uh, from where I come from as a viewer, I'm completely down with that, and I know uh, you you talk about the sequel, maybe Jumping the Shark. I think that's what they were planning with before The Mask, The Return of Leslie Vernon. It's Mm -hmm. in the title. It's a remake, a sequel, and a prequel, and they were talking about gore, because, you know, if you notice, there wasn't a lot of gore in this film, and that's (laughs) because, yeah, that's because they they deliberately were saying, like, hey, listen, we wanted this to be like Halloween, so that way uh, we have room to exploit over-the-top gore as we deconstruct sequels psychologically and so they were planning to sort of psychologically jump the shark hopefully in a tasteful way who knows how it, how how it would have gone down but like you know i asked that question earlier about you know and, and dave great great and you know, all great answers all around everybody and i i i can't disagree with any one of those but for me it's the tragedy behind this film cuz this movie for me is the ultimate example of what would have happened if halloween had never gotten that sequel which you know it is a good and bad thing you know it would have been they they dig it. They'd respect it. It would attain cult status, sort of like Billy in Black Christmas, but it, not legendary status. And that's why this movie's such like a beautiful shame to me. It, it, it's a story creating a new legend. And for all intents and purposes, the ultimate meta FU is that it didn't create the legend. And it's like throwing a lit match on gasoline, right, and seeing nothing happen. You know what's supposed to happen. The flame meets the fumes and it ignites, but it didn't go down like that. And all you could do is ask, why not? And so, I don't know, in, in that way, this is like that ultimate hidden gem for me. Maybe that's part of my appreciation for it, why I, I blow it like I do. But, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, gosh, great points, guys. Like, man.
0: My question is this, though, and I, I think I'm coming from, like, I'm not disagreeing with the script. I actually do think, I like fuck, this is an intelligent script. My problem is in the decision to switch it from mm-hmm. primarily found footage, primarily okay. found footage documentary style, to a movie for the final act. Now, yeah, if true. you could tell true. me, okay, the argument in that in the, is part of the deconstruction, and sell me on that, then I'm all aboard. Okay. But I didn't notice it, and I blew this. I, I kind of blew this movie the first. It wasn't a ten out of ten, but I, I watched this twice when it first came out, and I really loved it. And I think I brought up in the show that I, I really loved it. I'm like, oh, what about this? What we haven't we haven't talked about this one? I think that's a great film. And I even looked back at my old rating, and it was really high, and. So I couldn't wait to see it again for this show. And I admittedly was really disappointed. I texted these guys. I'm like, I'm I'm not enjoying this at all. I'm actually pissed off at the movie. The movie's pissing me off as it's progressing (laughs) as opposed to entertaining me. That's awesome. And me getting something out of it. But again, I'm rambling, as I usually do. Are you saying that there's something in that the way that they're telling the story for the transition to go from found footage? Yes. Yes. Yes.
1: Style. Yes. Do we want to get in that? Because I had some other things ah. in my notes about the horror movie references uh, that this makes. Because there's a lot you can find on the B, but there's a lot I read in some other interviews. Do you want to go straight into how like perspective plays into the the deconstruction? Do you guys want to do that now?
0: Oh, we can lead up to it. I'm I'm totally cool to hear some. Yeah. More. Okay. Well, let's find yeah. the Easter eggs.
1: Cool. Cool. Uh, so okay, I've got some some Easter eggs here. Um, so basically, some of these were ones I noticed myself. And the rest I got from an interview with Scott Glosserman, who directed, and David J. Steve, who wrote the script. And these guys – look, Steve – David J. Steve, the writer, was the deputy editor for the Madison Review, which is a nationally renowned literary journal out of Wisconsin. That's big-time stuff. And Glosserman – and Dave, you'll dig this. He wrote his senior thesis in college on The Shining 1980 I, and I the convention of the I knew you were going to say The Shining. Yeah. I knew he, you were going to say The yep. Shining
3: because of the Easter eggs Yeah. So. That.
1: Yes, so (laughs) just knowing that such intelligent dudes were behind this film, that makes me love it all the more. So, okay, here's a list of some horror references I've got. So first, and some of these will be apparent, and some of them will be like, what? So Kane Hodder, like the first one, Kane Hodder, Jason Voorhees, walking into the Elm Street house, double whammy, right? Uh, So Taylor Gentry, that's our main protagonist, our main lady, uh, she's standing just outside the Rabbit and Red Lounge. As mentioned in Halloween, right at the at the beginning. Did, did you guys catch that one?
5: Yep. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. We got Twin Girls Jumping Rope, All Elm Street style. We've got uh, Leslie's Turtles, Church and Zoe are reference to Pet Cemetery. When we first meet Leslie's mentor, Eugene, there is a lament configuration puzzle box sitting on a table in the background.
3: Fuck, and I didn't see that. I didn't see that. yeah, and and even no, no, wow.
1: yeah, and even when they first get there to their house, you can see a car that's the same make and model as Ash's car from The Evil Dead.
5: Yeah,
0: I I think I got that. That one. I caught. I remember that. Yeah, that yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. But not and the
0: lament configuration. No. Did yeah, you? Or, or that one. The, the pet yeah. cemetery references or whatever it was, uh,
4: Yeah, he said his turtles were. Church and Zoe says I only keep pets that I, I can eat can eat. He's,
1: he's like right. these little bastards don't die, but uh. <laughs> so Mrs. Collingwood, the librarian, is played by Zelda Rubenstein. You know who we all know from Poltergeist. Her last her last movie, by the way. But her name in the movie Collingwood is a direct reference to the Collingwoods in The Last House on the Left. Oh. Uh. Next. Yeah. Next up. Uh. Part of Leslie Vernon's backstory or his prior evil has to do with him being thrown off of Nellis Falls, where he plunges to his death. That's his, you know, his fake story. Well, that name, Nellis Falls, is a reference to the Nellis Air Force Base in The Hills Have Eyes. Now, check this out, Dave, you're going to like this. The librarian, Mrs. Collingwood, is wearing yellow in the movie. And in The Shining, Kubrick used the color yellow to coincide with the Native American idea that yellow is the color of sacrifice because Leslie is planning to kill her first to prove to his survivor girl that he's what's up. And, but, you know, we all know how that goes. Well, so that's one there. So that, they went that deep. The, the, the writer or director, one of them said, yeah, that's why she's dressed in yellow, for that reason, as an offering. Uh, while Leslie is applying his makeup in one of the interview scenes, the music from The End of The Shining is playing in the yes. background. Yep, uh, I, knew, yeah, I knew you'd catch that. And there is some no from Elm Street on his tabletop. Or whatever that was. The, what, what was that medicine? Was it called they're no called,
3: Dose? St- No, call, the real one was called no Dose, But the, I think they were called Stay Awake in that yeah. street
1: one. Yeah, the stay, yeah. yeah. It, it, was one, it was one of those. Yeah, I think it was the Stay Awake one. And so uh, in the same scene, you can see little toy blocks in the background. Now, I, I noticed this one on my last time uh, watching. That spell... They're like these little toy blocks like a kid would play with. And they spell Red Rum in the background. Then it cuts back like a second later to those same blocks. And they spell Murder. So, huh. and of wow. course... Of course, Leslie's real first name is Man, uh, or last name is Mancuso. After you know, we all know Frank Mancuso Jr., Mr. Yeah. Producer himself. Yeah. Uh, and of course, the presence of Robert Englund in this movie is awesome, since his character Freddy Krueger exists in the world of the film. But the fact that he's emulating Dr. Loomis from Halloween is awesome. But even his name in the film, Doc Halloran, is a blend of Danny's nickname from The Shining and, of course, Dick Halloran. So, yeah, and then. So cool. Yeah, and then the last one, I think this one was a fail on my part because I looked it up right before we started recording because I thought that Angela Gothels, the, the, the main the main girl who plays Taylor Gentry, I thought her whole look was a throwback to Amy Steele, like especially when she's in the sweater. But I guess someone actually asked Scott Glossom in the director about that, and he's like, no. And I was like, oh, dang it. I thought I was being Damn. smart. And I wasn't. You
3: yeah, but great try because you come to the right place to freaking blow our minds about Jesus, right? You know oh, it? I know, I tried. I really, I was
1: thinking that when I came here, and I was like, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna go on their minds. But nope. So okay, <laughs> were, were there any other points before, like uh, we can talk a little bit about the perspective changes? Do you guys want to like say anything else, or
3: no? I just, I just want to just tell you what 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 I think are some of the great things about this movie. I think that his performance is incredible. It's a shame that the guy doesn't act much. Because he doesn't, yeah. he he uh, he. Uh, I, I don't know if he's in the. He's a
4: produ- He's a producer, production. right?
3: Okay, he's something, something yeah. like that. So he's still around; he keeps busy. But he's uh, it's the same because I thought he does such a great job. Uh, the whole thing about uh, finding the Ahab and all that stuff. And, and, yes. uh,
4: there's brilliant stuff dude. in it. There's just not yeah. enough development amongst the characters that there needs to be development with Leslie, uh, Taylor, and Doc Halloran. Those are your three characters you need to focus on. And we spend too much time on Kelly Curtis. Hmm.
3: See, oh, yeah, I, really- I don't need more. I'm fine with what we got with those characters. I need more.
4: Less comedy, more development, more conversations like the one they have later. So it doesn't feel forced. That conversation felt forced. What? When he- when- the conversation he has with uh, Taylor later on where he says it's not about Doc Holleran. Um, he says, my fate, my longevity depend on what she does, meaning the final girl. And then she says, yet you're trying to kill her. And he's like, that's the paradox of what I do. You love her. Isn't it? It is. It is. It's it's and it's brilliant stuff. But it's felt so forced because it was just a lot of Easter eggs and a lot of comedy. And I mean, kudos for all those. I didn't I didn't notice 40 percent of those, maybe even more. But, uh, you know, I'm always more interested in, in the characters and they only began to scratch the surface especially about the characters I cared about. Okay. But that's not a bad thing. Oh, the fact enough. that the fact that I want so much more is a good thing. I'm not just coming here and saying oh this is a turd I hated it. I'm just saying it it had so there's so much there I want more.
0: I wanted it to be yeah. scary because even when it switched into the last act where it's supposed to soup it up and get like you know be the final chase and pretty much deliver the goods. I thought it just went so quick over that. And maybe because it's now a slasher film, and I, I hear you with the whole idea that they wanted to do the Halloween perspective here, keep it like goreless. I think they really need to soup it up at the end. So I didn't find it scary, I didn't really find it atmospheric. I was really annoyed at this point. So maybe that played, uh, really did play heavily into um, my thought process uh, at the time. And so then it just ended, and I was just like, wow. That was a huge letdown. Oh,
1: that's a shame. It's such
4: it's so such a, a shame, shame yeah. though, because because Leslie is such a great character. He really yeah. is a great character, and I want I want so much more from this character. Maybe it comes in that graphic novel, you know, whatever it may be. Because there's there's so much there. He's such a charismatic guy, and I really love everything he does and every and the way he sets it up. And that so when you see the end credit scene, you're like, you know, normally you'd be like what the fuck, get out of here. No, but but if you're paying attention to everything he's talking about and saying, it makes perfect sense.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, I just had fun with it when they talked about the sacred closet and they talked about, you know, how he's sabotaging the weapons so they can only be worth once and don't, don't they smash them out? He was asking about the windows in the front and he's like...
4: Yeah, they only smash on all, the second floor.
3: Just and by all that oh. talk. Dude, it's brilliant. I I, I don't understand. I, I, I do understand why maybe the third act disappointed you, but it has me as well. You know, this is the third time I've seen this, but this time I said to myself as I'm watching it, I want to think, where else could this go? And if I was writing, where else could I take it? And since this whole movie was all about this night and the one night that it's going to take place, you know they have to show it in the film it's freaking it's the main event of sex we're getting freaking foreplay for two acts so it's gonna come down and we're gonna have to see what's gonna go on in the main event that's what's supposed to happen and i'm thinking yes for some reason i feel the same way you guys do but i also can't think of another place it could go if you could give me an alternative you know then i then i can say okay well that might have been better. It's not.
4: E- it's not even that it has to go someplace it go. else. It's like Christian says, though, it plays out way too quickly, especially when we're building up for for Leslie and and Taylor. Ultimately, it just plays yeah, out but, way too so quick. Like
0: exposition and maybe again, maybe that's what they meant. Like, oh, we got to go here. Okay, that's going to happen. Then we're going to go there. And I know that they're 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 trying to chess game the scenario and see what's happened. And then he he kind of uh, uh, is playing with them, but it. it there's something there's still something lost in the trans, trans, translation Sorry. yes
3: uh, it's clunky it's clunky the way it works out ultimately that's what it is unfortunately because it does happen all of a sudden and you're there and they do give you a swerve and it was an interesting swerve and a uh, kudos to them for writing that the way they did it and what actually transpired but i hear what you're saying but it, overall it's clunky so I but, did research. Because, I
0: didn't go into the research and this is what I think Mr. Watson's going to get into because either in my opinion right now until I hear his viewpoints on this uh, because he said he had a rebuttal for me either it they needed to still engage with the with the mockumentary style throughout or the first two acts of the film should have been should have played around and had the documentary part of the movie but still played within the real world like you know it could have been a movie but then making a documentary which it ultimately is but we're not seeing it through the eyes of the documentary more or less now i already can I feel like mr watson's gonna say no christian <laughs> that's the whole point i no. needed that setup to then switch it and now you're gonna tell me why what what am i missing because
1: okay that was okay. frustrating to me Incidentally, (laughs) your complaint uh, about the film, you know, and it is a lot of people's complaints. It it really is. Is this complaint though happens to me happens to be what elevates the film for me. And this is maybe, I don't know who who else sees it like this, but this is how I see it. And hopefully, this translates. I haven't gotten this from an interview from from I be not D B. I be the witch of the woods. Uh, I just I this is where I where I come from. So check it out. So a lot of people do seem to from my viewing perspective to miss the weight and importance of how perspective is used in this film. So as the story progresses, okay. so we're talking perspective now, we are following our reporter and our camera crew as they document the potential rise of the next great serial killer, Leslie Vernon. Okay, that's the plot. These scenes are filmed in the first person perspective, which is important when you consider the roles of the reporter and the camera crew. See, you guys, the the first person perspective, that POV implies voyeurism, It implies that we as viewers are not only watching, but are actively taking part in what's going on. So our documentary crew is in that very same boat. They go from watching to actively helping Leslie Vernon in his preparations. He gives them the choice to go and they don't. They aren't just spectators. They become complicit in his schemes. But listen, you guys, these are more than, this is more than schemes to Leslie. This is a religious ritual for Leslie. And, you know, once the twist, it's even a courting or dating ritual, if you really think about it. But. And all rituals, every single one requires setup and preparation. Now, that said, every time we're in the first-person point of view, we are prepping for that ritual. We're seeing behind the mask, seeing what it requires of him to be the great thing he wants to become. Now, as he walks us through his plans, shows us his inner workings, that's the first-person look that we get into to see what he's about. Now, like we've mentioned, there are only like three times when the film goes from first-person – and appears to be a traditional movie. The opening scene's the example of this, the scene at the library when Leslie makes his first real appearance to his survivor girl, and then the whole scene at the very end. So each time, you guys, that the film switches perspectives like this, we are no longer in the world of ritual preparation and we're seeing the ritual itself take place. Every single time, go back and watch for it. So when people talk about how the film maybe starts off strong, then descends into the very thing it's deconstructing, like I can see that point, but I can't fully agree with that because you can't have these scenes play out in the first person. That perspective is limited. It's the perspective of voyeurism and being an accomplice. No, like when we exit that first person view, we're entering the omniscient, all knowing third person perspective, the godlike perspective. And there's no better POV to take in order to see Leslie's ritualistic plans unfold exactly like he said they would. And the cherry on top, you guys, is that there's no better way to, what would be the words, to to bear witness to what it really means when you root for the killer. Like, that's what these slasher films are about, right? Like, rooting for the killer. Like, don't we, we, we love to see, like, Jason or Michael Myers get that body count going. Well, what if you we what if you were the one actually helping him set up the conditions required for him to succeed in killing the people he's targeted? Like I think this film needed to switch perspectives to show us what it means when you take the killer's side and it shows us in all its glory exactly what the completion of Leslie's ritual looks like. That that to me is why that you need that omniscient all-knowing third-person perspective. That's what elevates this film to me. If it had been first-person the whole time, limited voyeurism Third person, bam, we are in God-like, all-knowing status to see the ritual take place. And what do you do rituals to? God. He's doing it for us. We're part of the deconstruction. That, that's why this movie rates so high for me. So, I guess, like, I, uh,
0: yeah. No, no, and I hate to derail you there because you sure. just pulled the old, you just fucking wadded us. Like, that's exactly what we get when we listen to your episode. <laughs> no, when we listen to your show. Right. And that's what I wanted. Right. And I loved it. <laughs> I, actually, I will I will hold off uh, my final judgment, uh for a, like a total rescore until I rewatch it, but you, you sold me on it and if I summarize and uh, and just tell me if I like if, if this is what you're like ultimately their arc and then from the transition into traditional movie story is when they switch from holy shit, we're kinda helping them where the voyeur to holy shit, we've gotta fucking stop him.
1: Yes, this is what this is what our actions led to. Yeah. First person view, we are helping. Yeah. Third person view, here is the fruits of your labor. Here's the ritual because this is religious to to Leslie Vernon. This is the making of his legend. Yeah. And when we see it from a third person perspective and every time it switches, the beginning scene is part of his ritual. That middle scene in the library part of his ritual, the end his ritual. Brought to completion exactly like he said, and I can see if somebody were like, well, isn't it kind of boring when everything goes exactly like he said? Okay, good argument, but it didn't go exactly like he said because yeah. there were some twists, but still, okay, not a bad argument. Not not bad at all, uh, actually. I, I love... Separate but arguments. I, th- I no. thought
4: it di- it did go exactly as but, he planned but didn't because it? he because he planned for the twists all oh, along.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, fair enough. I yeah. So shoot. I was even trying to <laughs> trying to play a little devil's advocate, but you just uh argued my point.
3: <laughs> wow. Uh, no. I, I know, mean, right. You guys both blew my mind just now.
1: For- but that's just how I see it, you guys. That's just how <laughs> I see it with because watch the film yeah. one more time you guys and tell me that every time it's in third person that it's not the ritual being performed. Not prep. Screw prep. Prep is first person, yeah. and just and view it like that. That's how I first saw it. That's why it's so high to me, and that's you know I guess that's that's all I got. That's 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 me. Uh, you proved your <laughs> load, and and, yeah.
0: and and no one knew it. It was awesome. Like Brandon uh, is fucking gagging. Like he's just
4: no.
3: I just I just I just, sti- I just still. <laughs> no, no, I agree with both sides here. I completely. I just still have an it.
4: issue with the important characters being sure. a little too underdeveloped i'm not gonna say well, one think, note just underdeveloped
3: i think we're seeing the yeah, donald,
0: not les not the, leslie the donald so pleasant's character the robert england i think we're seeing it from the perspective of what if we weren't following him like donald Pleasance, but we're on the killer's side of it where donald pleasant's just sort of pops in and like i shot him six times oh like, exactly
1: okay, exactly so we're, we're exactly catching, no we're catching that but
4: don't make such a big deal that we have an ahab then it was such a, a pivotal moment. I mean, they were well, celebrating it. That was
1: part of his ritual, though. That was part of what his ritual was attaining, the Ahab. the the What an Ahab is, is it, it goes back to Herman Melville's freaking Moby Dick. You you get an Ahab, you're the white, white whale that he can never catch, and he will try like Loomis did over all those movies and never succeed, and he'll go down with the ship because that's what an Ahab does. He, his whole ritual is now, like, spread across a franchise if they could allow it, but— I don't know. I mean, I, that's that's what it was for me. And and you know, I'm not trying to make this grandiose homies. I just like that's my viewing experience when I look at this. So
0: No, this is what I don't this know. is all about. This is great. I like I really Yeah. No, you you sold me on on the on the breakdown, but I'm going to like I said, yeah. I'm give it wait. one more
1: watch. Yeah. Yeah. Give it one more watch and just watch what the third person's doing. Watch what The first person's doing. If you can point out to me, like, oh man, no, I don't feel like third person's the the ritual itself. I don't feel like the first person is the prep for the ritual. Then you know that that's cool too. That's just how I see it. I don't know anybody else who sees it like that. I've never talked with anybody about it. It's just you guys are my first. <laughs> All at <of it> the <laughs> same time.
3: <laughs> ah, yes. Clickety clackety Okay. Oh, clickety clack. Ah, uh, you know what? So in a way, it's kind of like Cabin in the Woods, but not as obvious.
1: Well, I feel like Cabin in the Woods, and I'm not going to get into this too much, but stood on the shoulders of Scream and Rise of Leslie Vernon to say, how can I do something that's smart like Leslie Vernon, but commercially viable like Scream? And they they took a really smart middle-of-the-road approach. I love that movie too, but like, you know, whatever. That's
3: yeah. But still, the whole third person thing. And the way you were, you know, explaining this movie. Oh, the ritual. Be, it could <laughs> yeah. be applied. To cabin in the woods except cabin in the woods they they uh they show you their hand right off the bat yeah sure it's you know what i mean but there are there is third person viewing in that and the, and then second the, the same type of thing here but this way the way they did it in this movie i think is the better way to do it yeah yeah i'm down with it i, I like it Brandon i don't know if total agreement but no i'm just well,
4: i just very confused with the whole with the whole point of views again
3: you're I mean, hung I'm, up I'm, I'm on the I'm, characters
4: I'm, I'm... I'm yeah. saying, no, I'm, I I got my I got, you know, my things with the characters, but I'm I'm thinking back to the movie now. I'm just trying to think of the movie and, you know, the perspectives, the point of views and stuff.
1: Yeah. And it only switches like three times the beginning, the library scene. There's a little bit of sort of Mission Impossible third person perspective when he's telling her his plan. But that don't count that. That's just probably yeah. in the but then and in the end. So it only switches three times and each time it's the ritual. All the first person is the prep. And I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I could be. I've only, I, you know, I don't like to rewatch movies. I've probably only seen this like five or six times. And this was the only time where I've really looked at it with an, with an analytical, super analytical eye anyway. Yeah. So, I don't know. But I think your your arguments for the characters are sound. No one can argue that. It's it's perspective. And that's what's up, man. You know? So, well, right yeah, gangsters. So, oh, what? What shit. We got, we talking ratings?
3: Oh, yeah. I think unless unless someone has something else to add.
0: Boys? Okay, I think I'm back. Yeah. Sorry, my sound levels were fucked. No, I mean, all of a sudden Uh I was looking I was talking the same way, doing everything the same way. It's really low, but now I'm back in
4: action. You can't believe how much cardio I have to do. (laughs) You (laughs) You do. I know you guys are saying it's not comedy, but there's so many great funny lines in this.
1: Oh, when when they when he's when they're like uh Eugene. Oh, and I didn't say this in in the whole the the whole production facts thing in the references. Eugene, played by Scott Glenn, uh, you know his mentor. They Wilson. came out with an yeah Scott Will, or yeah thank you Scott Wilson. Right. They came out last year and said that he was intended to be Billy from Black Christmas. Yes, I remember. Yeah, it was on you, your show you that, that you mentioned
0: that. Did you talk about that it's on your weird. show? I, no, but I shared it on my page.
4: Yeah.
1: That's what it was. Yeah. Now now yeah. I yeah.
4: want those. More, now I want more films because no, that – right. Wow.
3: Oh, yeah, it great, was supposed yeah. to be, but they
1: couldn't. They couldn't swing it, and so it's just in the mind of the filmmakers. His yeah. mentor is Billy from Black Christmas, talking about, "Oh, back then we were one-offs. Back then we were." Well, what's funny too is, so is Leslie Vernon.
3: <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah, right. <laughs> the
1: ultimate meta fu.
3: Wow. Well, that that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Wow. There's. I do have a complaint about the third act, and not what w- anything we've addressed before. How often. Does the girl go after the killer when she can already have escaped? Did you notice in this movie that the girl could have escaped? She had an out and she decides to turn around and fucking hightail back to the thing. Well,
0: I think that's what I was getting at, too. That That's what kind of pissed me off her arc. But I guess he was prepping her the whole time through. I just didn't think it was enough prep for her to have the genie moment at the end. So I think she said, "I've, I've, I've I'm the one that has to defeat him. But you're right. She could have escaped.
1: Are you talking about, like, yeah. she could have just well, high it out of there. But, no, she yeah, had that's what to kill Scott him. Wilson's, yeah, that's what Scott Wilson said, too. He says, you run. You know, don't try to fight us. You know, don't look back. Right. You won't like what you see. But she, she did exactly – what's funny is it's like a dual victory because she did everything Leslie said she'd do, and he won by predicting it, and she won by – you know, who knows? In the second movie, they're probably going to be dating. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you would think. Yeah. Oh, well, that's the point. It's the courting yeah. ritual, you guys. It's it's part of the it's part of his ritual, and that's what uh, didn't you get that sense from uh, when we when we go to Scott Wilson and uh, Eugene and his lady Jamie, I think was her name, which to throw back to yes. Jamie Lee Curtis, like it was all about. Uh, yeah, you maybe know, she was the was, final they, girl. They, type she, no, she was. She was. Yeah, and oh, even again, she she right. makes that
4: line that she yeah. she ran right. faster than everyone else or something. Or she, Yep.
1: <laughs> and I like yeah. how they're she, they're like Jinx, you owe me a soda. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I lost it. <laughs> I like spit my beer out of my yeah. face. I like when he just... chopped the carrots.
5: Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, no, now, now, I'm intrigued to watch again. So that's good.
1: Right on. I'm glad. My, you know, I love it when other people's perspectives, you know, can can provide some, you know, some light or some just uh, give it another chance. I don't know. That's cool. Okay. I- well, now I've got yeah. I've got a challenge for you. Watch okay. possession and sell me on watching that movie again. You know what? Uh, I've never seen... I I just listened to that episode with you guys, actually. I just listened to the 81 before we did this, and I've never seen Possession. So, uh... I really want you to see... Now, it's been given the golden handshake of art, but my God, do you have to endure a lot of fucking craziness to get to that (laughs) art? (laughs) <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll write into the show like next episode, and and, and maybe yes. give a re, like a, a short little review of possession or something, you know, something like that to you know to see, because like, I know all your takes on it, and I just listened to that episode like two days ago, so yeah, nice. Read, nice. okay. listen.
3: I got a challenge for you. Watch voodoo again. <laughs> okay, well, no, <laughs> here's the thing. I'm actually, listen, <laughs> you guys, I'm actually not Halloween that
1: show. <laughs> I'm not that far from where you guys said. I just said on the show that that was Tom Custably's, the director's intention to do that ending that way, and you can either hang with it or you did I never said what I thought. I just thought it was daring to do a last act that's 40 minutes long. I never said if I thought it was hokey or not, because I do think it is. But a 6.5 for me is, or a 6 or 6.5, whatever I gave it, we're not that far off, man. I just don't dislike <laughs> it. I just think it's okay. Oh, Pretty good. A little more positive than not. That's all.
3: I'm, ha- I'm happy for you. I just, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Z, yeah.
0: You. You're a better man I'm than gonna I am. I to be a
3: smart ass. Hey, what are you going to do? <laughs> oh, Yo, man. Let's rate this movie. Joe, can can I... we rate this movie?
1: You let's do it. Yeah.
3: are you. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you are all going to hear that at some point in this episode.
3: Okay. I'll tell you. 7.5. That's my rating.
1: What? You've been blowing it this. the whole night? you give it 7.5?
3: actually surprised. I said, yeah. What do you mean? I said the first yeah, two acts were brilliant. I'm you, you not crazy play. about the third act, but I am But I didn't... They set themselves up to fall. There was nothing they could do that was going to wow me. But it, they did the best they could. But I didn't mean that it wowed me. I just said I, I couldn't find another place for them to go. So I still enjoy it, but only to a 7.5 level. Okay, you know? well
0: then, this is going <laughs> to be fucking ridiculous. Enough. Okay, so I remember I had this up at a 9 before I even... Like, from my first two oh, views. wow. I love this. Like, I remember really loving this movie. So that's why I was like, I can't wait to see this again, because it's been years. So I was looking forward to it, and I was disappointed. But I still really enjoyed the first two acts, so I came in at a seven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's, man. It, it, the reason is because I was like, where's that nine that I was expecting? So that's yeah. that's the thought pro- process there. If you're wondering, well, you 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 make it sound like you're going to give it like a a six or or whatever. No, I really enjoyed it, but then that last act just lost me. But now I'm very intrigued to go back. As I said, broken record, but I will go back and see it right now. It's a seven. Nice. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. For me, uh, it's pretty much the same as it was the first time I watched it. I will watch it again, but it's a it's a six and a half for me.
1: Nice, nice. Hey, you no, know, no, that's awesome, you guys. It's uh, <laughs> it's gonna be pretty interesting when I tell you all my double-digit score for this gangster. <laughs> but you know, like, like, like I'm saying, man, this movie takes apart the slasher film in such a way that it never talks down to its audience. It's not making fun of the genre. It's celebrating it. It's a loving, what's the word? Uh, an expose that shows us what slash what a slasher killer would have to do to become great. The humor is intelligently handled, Leslie's charisma, dedication to the craft, religious ritual, perspectives, blah, 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 plot twists, these things. Uh, for me, you guys, because of kind of where I come from, I I, I got no bones calling this a solid 10, homies. Awesome. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs>
4: no decimals. No decimals.
1: That, no, 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 not, we're not going to get too Watson on it. No, I,
4: I actually, <laughs> for me, I love when we get so deep on these films, you know, when we talk about films like February or – Oh, you guys rock yeah. it. Yep. Or, or Neon Demon, you know, when we just films that are filled with death, and you talked about this film with that type of um, passion that I love to talk about those other films with, and I, I want to have that passion you do. So, I mean, for that reason alone, and for the fact, you know, of all the excellent things you guys have all said, all three of you, I'm gonna definitely give this more viewings. This was only a second view for me. The first time mm-hmm. I watched it was probably shortly after it came out. So it's it had been probably eight nine years since I saw it,
0: and I remember you giving me a reaction like you're like eh, when we when we brought it up in a previous yeah. show. So I was like I kind of knew you weren't high on it, but no, I yeah. was like I was like up there, man. Like I said, I I had it like figuring it was around a nine. I remember recommending it to people at the time, so I was surprised. But now your deconstruction of it, uh, Mister Watson, I oh thank you. I'm really really uh, intrigued to rewatch it right away. To be honest, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, well, shoot. Yeah, thanks, guys. Crap. Crap.
1: Now get the fuck yeah. off our
0: show. Sure. No,
1: yeah. See ya. <laughs> see ya. You guys got wrecked. You guys got wrecked in the 2007 talk. I'll email in my list. <laughs> Sounds good. Nice. Don't, don't outsmart us.
0: <laughs> we used to think we were intelligent. What the fuck? What were oh, we thinking? <laughs> you guys are awesome. What the hell? You
5: weren't. No, this one. is great,
0: man. This is great. We've never used the word meta before. Oh, okay. Except Aww. Brandon met a lot of men the other night at a <laughs> bathhouse.
3: <laughs> oh. Bathhouse. What an Brilliant. <laughs>
4: asshole.
5: Brilliant.
3: All right. Let's talk about 2007, shall we? No. Yes.
5: <laughs> no. Never mind.
3: 2007. Let's, let's get into this thing why we're here, what's going on, and. Uh, now, for us, this started back when we did our top ten show. Not our top ten show. When we did our show number ten, which was the top 40. And we went through every every year. And all I did every year was go on it, type in the words uh, horror movies from that year, look at them. We discuss a few movies. And we pick our favorites from that year. Um, we noticed that when we got to 2007, that there was just title after title after title. And we were just kind of marveling at, at, at this time period saying wow 2007 what a damn good year and we didn't even realize it you know so that was the one thing that stood out in the 2000s i mean the 80s were the 80s and and what have you oh yeah and isn't that where it began right when we did that show and (laughs) we were excited about that year and then my top three got bumped off the list (laughs) Oh, well, we're t- going to get to that.
4: My well, top five got blumped off the list, and I had to add five others. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's
3: that, – okay, that's the trick. Uh, you see, <laughs> when we did it, we all pretty much did the same thing. We Googled it or, or we went to uh, whatever we did. But all these movies came up. Now, every one of these movies was filmed in 2007. That's what – hence the label 2007. However – if you listen to our shows when we do the year-end shows, you know, especially for the last two years, uh, we don't count movies that were filmed a different year. A movie was filmed in 2014, but we didn't see it till 2016, so it's a 2016 movie.
0: Oh, well, no, Dave, I, I don't, I got, to interrupt only because I think it makes sense. It doesn't necessarily mean it was filmed that year. It could have been filmed the previous year, but. Like, it could have been filmed in 2006, but the release right. might Some have been, a, like, a film festival in 2007. But it Yeah, get like wide wider. Yep, like
1: Leslie
3: True. Yeah. Yes.
4: Sorry, just it, a little detour. No,
3: thank you. It's a little thank interruption you, no. to tell
4: you you're wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's
3: good, though. I need that here. I need that here I, I, because, you know, I, I forgot to say that, but it's like. Yeah, it's listed as 2007. So we just basically, you know, we were making a science of it. We were going down the list, looking at the movies. Okay, Frontiers, The Reaping, Alien vs. Predator, B2. Looking at all these movies that come up and and say, okay, this was my favorite. And then we bullshitted about a couple movies. And we had a lot of fun on that show. And, you know, we weren't taking it that seriously for for those years because who thinks about it? Now, the newer years, that's when we take it seriously. In retrospect, a lot of these movies that show up here, really aren't 2007. They're listed as 2007, but some came out later years. Then, of course, there's some that were filmed in 2006 that, if you look on the B or on Wikipedia, they were filmed 2006. They weren't wide-released, wide-released, until 2007 in North America, and that's what we go on. Now, uh, both movies we're talking about tonight actually didn't even... Uh they, they, what was it <laughs> One, uh, they were filmed wreck was filmed in 2007, came out at Homeland, but didn't come out in North America until 2008. And it's Leslie Vernon, out. if you look on the B says 2006, but we know that it was wide released 2007. So there's a lot of that going on. They just happened to fall into this year and why nitpick? We're not but we're, we're just trying to come correct on the show. Now let's get over to transition to Watson here. He has talked several times on his show and online about how 2007 is his uh his favorite year and he has a lot of movies from that year so let me hear what do you have to say about this watson okay well um i was born in 1984
1: 32 and a very peculiar thing happened to horror fans of about my age so my experience was that i grew up watching them 80s horror movies right not as they came out though I'd catch them in the 90s, and even then, they weren't my movies. You, you, you guys know what I mean? Like, they were my parents' horror movies. But the movies that were coming out in the 90s, they didn't really hold a candle to those 80s hits. We all know this, but what happened was that people my age or so, like we weren't in on the 80s horror paradigm. We missed it. But the 90s paradigm didn't have much to offer. No identity to it. And it didn't really get an identity until like Scream came out. And even then, that didn't spark the big movement. Some people think it did. It just sort of gave the nineties, the late nineties, an identity, and then that fell off. So I feel like I personally had to wait for my own current horror paradigm to pop up. And this didn't happen in the nineties. It didn't even really happen in the early O's because so much changed with technology. The nineties had just gotten its identity. It's like, wait, where the what the hell? I just I just showed up to the party finally. But the O's began to slowly form an identity that was different than the short-lived 90s paradigm. So we get our remakes, we get our torture-based films, and then around 2006, you guys, and 2007, I feel like the decade hit its stride and began what I consider to be, and I think Dave does too, to uh, what I consider to be my, well, I, I think Dave might put it second, but my absolute favorite 10-year span in horror. I'm talking, let's say, 2007 to 2016. Those 10 years right there have put out some of the most thoughtful, and and from my perspective, thoughtful, intelligent, fun, gory, crazy, disturbing, and ultimately brilliant horror film. But the only thing they lack in most people's eyes is that necessary nostalgia. But once that, once this decade gets that, like once these modern classics have had their time, I'm thinking this span of years, beginning with 07, will go down as my favorite for years to come. And so that's why I think a 2007 show like this here is necessary. I think we all found... That there were many films made in 2007, like we said, that didn't officially get released till later. Uh, but the fact remains, like Trick or Treat, I, I can't talk about it because it's 09. I didn't know that till this show, actually. But the, the fact <laughs> remains that this is when the creative juices were flowing in the decade when the identity started happening. And I have, you know, I have to sort of unofficially, and if I had to sort of, I guess, like unofficially define when I believe today's horror renaissance got its start, because I think, homies, we are, and I'm going to talk about this in my episode that's going to drop soon. That we're in a renaissance of sorts, and I feel like the beginning of that for me, if I had to pin it down, is about 2007. So, that's that's where I land on it, homies.
0: Well said.
3: Right on. And it sucks, right man,
0: because, yeah, when we get into our lists, I'm going to talk about three that bumped off because of the years, <laughs> possibly four to be that on. Uh, I actually oh, made sure. two
4: lists of five. I made two lists of five, an unofficial list and an official list, oh, and I'll even my here. official and even my official list has one that's. <laughs>
1: Oh, is it the one we <laughs> talked about that we yeah. scheduled?
4: Yeah, and me and Watson are definitely going to have it on our official list, even though it's it's right on the border.
0: Well, who wants to go first? I we're doing the top five, it. right? We're doing the five. Yeah, top five, yeah. yeah. Well, I well, guess who we wants can go
3: official first? and unofficial. I mean, 2005, or 2007, uh, the first five we're going to pick are ones that are legitimately, you know, they were legitimately wide release in North America in 2007. That's our first list. Then after that we could go with all the ones that we're looking at that that are you know two thousand and seven.
0: Nice. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I'll uh, I go first. I'll tell you exactly how I rank them. Or do we want to <laughs> let ahead. or do we want to let our guests go first?
1: Dave, you're so rude. Should we let our guests go first? <laughs>
5: I'll
0: go first. Yeah. I know. I'll,
1: go, I'll go first. I'll go first. We should. Um, yeah. So, at, uh, at at num- I've got some honorable mentions. I'll read those later because we'll, we'll all probably say them. So at number five. I've got – I wonder if this is any on any of your list. I'm talking Murder Party, Jeremy Saulnier's debut who did Blue Rune and Green Room. It's a regular in my Halloween time rotation. Uh, at number four, 30 Days a Night, and I once got drunk at Comic-Con, like really, really trashed. I drank whiskey for four because they didn't show up, and I hung out at the co-creator of 30 Days a Night's table. And uh, he was like, "Oh, why aren't you leaving?" I was just like, "Yeah, I can't." And uh, so anyway, that happened. And yeah, but yeah, it was <laughs> I, 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 maybe it was the boost dog. I remember him being super handsome. So number five, murder party. Number four, thirty days a night. Number three, the mist. Check out horror quarter episode five, baby. Hear what I think about this movie. Hashtag love it. Uh, number two. Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. Wait, 10 out of 10, getting a number two? What the hell? Check out Exploding Heads episode 36 to hear what I think (laughs) of this movie. Hashtag, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And uh, and number one, which is the one Brandon and I were debating over, uh, because this did, homies, it did get a limited release right at the end of 2007, and that's The Orphanage 2007. (laughs) Makes me cry every time I watch it. Hashtag sad face. I don't do hashtags, oh. you guys. Like, I, I, that's a joke for this. This. Skateboard. That's that's fine. How sad okay. is it that I still haven't seen the orphanage? Awesome. Oh, dude, get break out the box of tissue, or wait, no, don't. <laughs> it's about kids. Yeah, without parents.
3: <laughs> he is for other reasons.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, I, but I, this movie makes me cry every time. So, yeah, murder party, thirty days a night, the mist behind the mask, and the orphanage to top it. So.
0: Wow. Yeah. Nice man.
1: You want to oh, do yeah, any yeah, shoutouts
0: yeah. now, or do you want to wait till we all do our lists?
1: Oh, I'll wait till you guys yeah, do it. Trick or treat would be the number one hands down. Uh, yeah, so I could hear I Sal s- talk about Sal. <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah, good old Sal. Dave will go on
3: oh. it for fucking two
1: hours about the fucking thing.
3: So yeah, I- I'm done. <laughs> we'll mention the movies because they're unofficial. So yeah.
1: <laughs> it was made. That's when the creative juices were
0: flowing. Okay, well, I, I-, I cheated because I figured if Brandon's well, going to cheat, then I'm cheating for once.
3: Go ahead, cheat. So How is Brandon cheating? I,
0: I don't know if he is, but <laughs> 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 he has in the past. He, yeah. Until proven so, innocent. so what I did was um, I actually tied my number five because, quite frankly, I remember seeing this in the theater, loving it. we have watched it twice since. And my biggest quibble is they all look the fucking same and it drives me crazy. And it's I Am Legend.
5: Oh. Ooh.
0: I really Ooh. love that movie. But my biggest thing is that they all look like computer-generated clones of one another, and I just wish they they made them different. But that, there's that movie, and it's tied with Soft Four. That's what it came down to when I when I actually had to rank these movies. Hey, on that's on I, another list. On the ones I had to kick out, <laughs> and then my number four would be Severance. My number three. What? was grindhouse <laughs> what nice my number two is 28 weeks later and my number one was the mist love them
3: all <laughs>
1: what love them all <laughs> excellent. excellent list
3: i'm surprised at severance but yeah i mean uh, I, it's funny that you sh- you should say that because i saw severance for the first time this past year and what's another movie that you mentioned christian Say them again, please. Okay, so
0: I Am Legend and <laughs> Saw 4 tied for the fifth spot. Severance, Grindhouse, 28 Weeks Later, and then The
3: Mist. What was tied for the five? I'm sorry.
0: Saw 4 and I Am Legend.
3: I Am Legend. I saw that for the first time this year, and I think I gave it a 9 out of 10, and it blew me away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What? I, I, really, <laughs> I really liked it. I mean, now, if I would have thought that was from this year, I might have put it on my list. But I didn't see it come up on my thing, and I didn't. So it's kind of weird, though, because my list, much like another list later, there's a clear number one, and then everything else is so just there. Like there. I wonder what your guy's number one on that one's
1: going to be. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, no, no You want
3: to go, Dave, or you want
4: to
3: go? I'll go. What the hell I'm talking. No. Um, my number one, I'm just going to say, my number one is The Mist. It's definitely nice. the best from the available. Then I have... One, two, three, four. A couple more movies listed, and I'm just going to say what they are. A Hostel 2, uh, The Girl Next Door, Grindhouse, and Hatchet.
1: Love them all. Hatchet was from huh. this year? No.
3: It was filmed. It's 06 on the B. It was released in mm-hmm. 2007. Yeah. Fuck,
1: man. That was one of my suggestions if you paid attention in the group chat. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm, paying, I, I, I'm playing. I am paying. i am playing i do not think I said that. You're paying? <laughs> yeah. He's paying. paying I'm paying. I'm paying. <laughs> everybody drinks out. out.
4: Friday, any, honor-
3: <laughs> any honorable mentions? Oh, oh, as wait. long as I'm looking. Oh. oh, we're doing the after. It's going to be your yeah, show. Right?
4: Yeah, you let mean. Brandon go. What are you talking about? I thought I thought you guys did – you didn't do honorable mentions? No, not yet.
3: Nobody oh, okay. did. We're doing our five, yeah. then we're doing our unofficial five. Which sure are you oh,
4: Welcome to, to the show, Brandon.
3: <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm very tired.
4: I'm, like... <laughs> I'm the old guy in the group. Remember. We're halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Here we go, tied at number five. See? I knew it! (laughs) I only did it because you did it. I only did it because you did it. I (laughs) added it because I wanted to put this film in. Rogue and Dead Silence. At number four, 1408. At number three, Grindhouse. At number two, The Mist. And at number one, The Orphanage. Yes! Nice. The orphanage, is a, the orphanage is a ten out of ten film. For oh, me. it absolutely! is. I really got to
0: check that because I remember Brandon was blowing it. I think on the first show. I love me it.
4: too. The, mm-hmm. the mist might be a ten out of ten for me, a nine yeah. and a half or a ten out of ten. Yeah, man. That's, But it's it was. I had to put the orphanage just sucker above
3: punch it. ending alone. But hey. Oh anyway. my God! Yeah. I didn't understand the ending completely. I remember discussing that, saying, "Well, did this happen, or is it this? Is this a happy ending, or is it a sad ending?" And I did see it twice, and I <laughs> missed. You were You could decipher whether or no, not no, that no. was sad or happy.
4: What? Oh, yeah. Okay. Good. He did put a
1: bullet in it all. Then. This is
4: great. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's like, "Who's that guy screaming?" This is funnier than Schindler's list. <laughs>
3: I thought you were talking about the orphanage.
1: Um, okay. Oh gosh, talking about the orphanage,
4: Dave.
3: Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. All right. Um, do we want to give a five of uh unofficials, including I, everything? I, I have I have them in order almost. Oh uh, shit sticks. Really? Shit sticks. I didn't make one, so I really couldn't. Oh here, I
0: inside was like would have mm-hmm. probably been my number one. Trick or treat yes oh, wreck yep. and frontiers would have also those also ranked really high man and would have probably kicked would have kicked I am Legend soft four severance and probably re and even bumped grindhouse off that list
4: yep yep yeah. yeah, I had those exact four I had yep. one trick or Treat, two inside three frontiers four wreck and five the deaths of Van Stone
1: well I've never seen that one neither I, have I.
4: really enjoy that film it's one of the eight films to die for but I think it came out in 08.
1: Okay.
3: Wow. Oh, we should have let Watson go first. What's the matter with you? No. 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 Man, man,
1: you guys like you. You said him You said them too. I mean, <laughs> Trick or Treat would have been hands down my number one. I. I yeah. But like, you. You said him too. And w- when did um, Martyrs or mar- le, uh, Martyrs? When did that one? Uh, well I know it got released in technically '09, but it was it, I mean all these oh, films eight. were beat. that's why I'm okay yeah but that's why I'm saying 2007 is so good because all the creative juices were happening at the same time right here okay theatrically released this and that you know a year or two later 07 06ish you know that little pocket of time is when the paradigm was starting I'm in love it so yeah, yeah. D- Dave you go I, you've all said my movies I'm yeah uh,
3: I really don't because I didn't think to do it, I of course oh. trick or treats on that list, and and, and uh, wreck is on that list. Uh, what else would be that I couldn't put on? Um, P two. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna I give a shout two. out to P two because I saw it this year for the first time, and and I really enjoyed it. So wait, is I this P two like or B two? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> it's R two D two. It's a go back yeah.
0: to the earlier joke. Oh, fuck
4: yeah. You, I know. How good about good. how about the
3: remake of The Hitcher, Dave? It might, it might have been better. You know, I'm going to watch it. I might enjoy it more than the original. You probably the will. The guy's not so stupid. I've never if seen like the guy's remake. not so stupid. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. The remake like, fucks what? up a lot of things, but at the same token, it does. Uh,
1: it loses a lot of sort of reason behind the movie. <laughs> sure, sure. You, you know guys, speaking <laughs> of 2007 remakes, Halloween? Halloween's on there. Okay, I wasn't I wasn't sure if I heard anyone say it, because if you heard my Halloween episode, you know I rank that a little higher than most people do, you know, so... I, Some yeah. people
3: love it. Twenty-two shots has it in their fucking Hall of Fame.
1: Oh, I, I Bill, love that movie. Bill Cassinelli likes it, it more
0: than the original. I think he oh, blows see, that one all left, right, and center. I don't know. If, maybe I'm maybe I'm overstating his like over the original. But he, I remember him saying, in ten years, this will be considered a classic unto itself.
1: Uh, I will never. Bill? No, Bill, I'll tell no. you what. It's though ten we...
4: years later now. <laughs> Actually, that
1: is kind of funny. Yeah. Damn, I think you've been from. No, but I, I got a shout year. out with BC, with BC there because, d- like, you guys, like, freaking. If someone said, "Hey, Halloween," like, w- which uh, which ones would you never watch again? I'd be like, "I'll tell you what. I'll watch seventy eight and the Rob Zombies and and dump the rest." Oh, yeah. Wow. That's that's kind of what I what I'd say, and I and I do like. I'm not saying I'm hating. Just I, those would be my picks. I guess but Halloween that, The like 2007 remake, them. though. So yeah, okay. <laughs> Honorable mention. <laughs> Honorable mention there. 2007 Halloween. Dave, how come I you haven't
4: mentioned... Eclipse oh, tapes? Saw? No. Paranormal Activities, because you haven't gotten your copy yet? <laughs>
3: uh, paranormal Activity. I'll give it props for being a little bit groundbreaking in that film style, but if I'm ranking them, uh, it's like my third favorite in that series. Like Part 1, I give a 6. Part 2, I give a 7. Part 3, I get an eight out, give an 8 out of 10. Paranormal that's how I rank
4: Activity those. is groundbreaking. It's like, uh, like Ambien. Oh, oh come on! Cinematic oh. Ambient. Oh, oh! Till the last oh. act.
0: One more. I'll talk no, I about should, long I pigs. Like it. Since we were supposed know, to be Halloween. doing long pigs for the show. Yeah,
3: talk about talk about long pigs. We and we couldn't get, on, we our, our, couldn't our get uh, everybody
0: to see it. Uh, you know what? It surprised the shit out of me. I, I didn't rate it excessively high, but I actually think I liked it more than Capture Kill Release, and I think Capture Kill Release. Owes a lot to that movie, to be honest. Oh, nice. Now, the similarities I like capture, kill, release, and the similarities are closer uh, to know. are the closer to uh, behind the mask, but maybe not. Like you won't, you know, maybe blow it, Watson, because of the yeah. fact that it's not going as deep. It's not a deconstruction, but it's about. Okay. I mean, from a setup standpoint, it's about two filmmakers, uh, amateur filmmakers. They they state that right from the get go that find a pot of gold, which is a a cannibalistic serial killer. And they decide to film him to learn more about his life. And it's how matter-of-factly things are shown and portrayed in the movie that makes it so uh, engaging and also uh, entertaining to an extent because uh, it's pretty gruesome what you see. But it's definitely worth seeking out. I I I really enjoyed it. Cool,
1: yeah. That sounds good.
0: I gave it a rating of 8 out of 10. Wow. Uh, wow. Yeah. But I I mean that was on one view. So now
4: Christian officially blows long pigs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm i I'm Jewish. I'm not allowed to blow pigs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no ham on Easter.
1: Got <laughs> nice little Jewish boy oh. Jesus. Oh, it's great. Boy, oh, oh, well,
3: if I can get my hands on it, I'm gonna watch it for damn sure. Yeah, never don't awesome. even bother with that
0: YouTube version. It's uh god awful okay
3: that's why i didn't you said not to and i said oh, yeah let's not do it mm-hmm. so but i mean we would not have been able to talk about these two fine films which by the way we're we're gonna have to get into wreck next so what, what do you say we talk about wreck
5: yes, yes.
4: Okay, rec two thousand seven. A television reporter and a cameraman follow emergency workers into a dark apartment building and are quickly locked inside with something terrifying. Awesome. Now the first thing I want to ask is infected film, zombie film, or, or both? Neither.
3: Neither <laughs> neither uh, neither. Really. Neither. Did did you see the way this climax and did you watch part two? All over Party. Oh, I've, I've
4: I've seen all four. <laughs> Oh, I've never okay. seen any
3: of them except for this one.
4: Oh, I've seen all four.
3: Okay, well, if you're gonna have to, if you're gonna force me to choose, I mean, because there is an actual infection that apparently does spread. Yeah. I guess you could say yeah. infected. But it but. does have reanimation qualities. Exactly. Yeah, but it's it's more than that. This. Oh yeah, definitely. I yeah. You can't go into spoil. I mean, we could go into spoiler because it's an old R- movie and it doesn't matter. Just go right into ratings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 11. I'm not going right into ratings, but I will <laughs> <laughs> But I will say that you know there's some devilish shit going on here.
4: I will say mm-hmm. I want to sleep with Angela.
3: Oh An- An- Angela. Angela.
4: Angela, no, Angela not, Merkel. Not Angela, Angela. No, Angela, Angela. Merkel. The oh, nice. Pri- German prime minister.
1: Yes.
3: Angela nice. Vidal. Yeah, Angela, I'll say, Angela I'll
0: say this. Found footage, one of the best. Oof, one of said. the best. Yep. Yes.
3: I'm not about hearing do no, I don't hear anything from
0: Mr.
1: Watson, I, I oh, mean, yeah. it's great. It's great. Fuck, man! You. Oh the
3: yes, let's let
1: yeah. <laughs> But I'm gonna be pissed when you guys give this a higher rating than Behind the Mask. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not gonna be pissed. That's the problem. Not, you you're know, gonna be pissed. No, you are gonna care. be
4: pissed, but I'm not, but here, I'm not but gonna here's, be pissed. But here's the thing: there's, there's this movie is very on the surface. There's no depth. There's no deep analysis to it where there was for Behind the Mask, and we just didn't see it the way you did
1: yet. Oh, I completely not, agree. Not, I'm not, I, I was just busting balls
4: a Oh, ago. no, I know. But I'm saying, like, it's, because it's weird, because it's sometimes easier just to, you know, it's weird sometimes. This, this is going to be a film that's definitely going to get a higher score from me right now. But realistically, you would think, based on my taste in films, that Leslie Vernon would be more the type of film I like. Well, when get, it great more script. Great script. This had, this
0: had the script it needed, it's fast paced, it's Very gory, bad. and it's scary. It is wow. deeply unsettling. They fit a lot. lot. Yeah, yeah, that's what you. That's what I'm saying. It's beautiful. Done. It's, it's like check, check, movie. check, check. Yeah. Except it's, a it's a fucking movie. Mexican. That's a Spanish. That's a fuck. One strike against it. It's <laughs> worth No, I'm totally it, kidding. It's yeah.
3: <laughs> just to just to watch Angela Vidal screaming, freaking yeah. half the movie, getting pissed off. If, if that was in English, it wouldn't. I don't think I would enjoy it as much. I enjoy the fact that that it's you know that it's in Spanish. Here you like know.
0: the fire guys. You like them. You like the characters. Yeah. They establish them, I, and and they're and, not throwaways. Like you, you actually care for everybody. And that that again, that takes something else. Like usually they could be just throwaway characters. You don't really care. You're in it for the like, gore and whatever. This one engages you, and you want them to somehow get the fuck out exactly. of there. <laughs>
4: And if anything, it's it's a little hard to keep track of all the characters because you're kind of engaged with all of them, even though some of them you only see for for in like almost the periphery. But you still are engaged with them because anyone who has a speaking role kind of, you know, expresses their fear and their concern for their loved ones. So you're, you're yeah. really you're into it from the from the very
1: beginning. Well, remember that arguing old couple? <laughs> Just, oh, like, oh, I love it!
3: And then why and can't then, I see it? <laughs> yeah.
1: And then there was that gayish fella who didn't uh, know Caesar. that they're recording. <laughs> yeah. And then he's not down with the Asian folks who live in the building. So he's like, and I, I wrote this down when I when I was watching. He's like, they eat raw raw fish. It smells. They always leave the door open. I don't know why. I mean, if they were the nice kind that do feng shui and cool stuff, but no. (laughs) They come in and out screaming in Chinese all the time, and Japanese. I don't know. Something I don't understand. And he's like, when do we start the interview? But check this out, you guys. So I was dying at this part, but then I went on YouTube a while ago looking at the trailer or maybe it was a clip of the movie. It wasn't the proper trailer. It was a clip of the movie. And in the comments uh, somebody wrote why the hell Let's listen, listen to this? Why the hell would Asians or Chinese people Asians or Chinese people move to Mexico in the first place? And then <laughs> then listen to this. the next dude goes, Dude, WTF, this movie was from Spain anyway. And then the original guy replies, Whatever, but you couldn't pay me enough to move to Mexico, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be a new uh, a segment oh. on my show where I start reading uh, comments I find online about the movie, like stuff like that. So I'm going to start on episode nine. But yeah, I was dying at that part. So yeah, that just, was
4: that was JP who left that comment. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's
1: the, the full-blooded half Mexican. Honestly, and I
4: just, wanted it to yeah. be
0: like, sorry, I, I wanted to make that Mexico joke to get the JP reference, but then I'm like, fuck, it's from Spain, so you can't really do it. No, other you can the because of
3: what that guy said. Yeah. What did he say about exactly. Mexico, bro? He's not moving to Mexico. Pee? Oh, awesome. I'm sorry, Brandon.
4: What were you about to say? Oh, I don't know. Was I about to say something?
1: Yeah.
3: You lost it. Uh. I'm
4: looking at my. I'm looking at my notes now. Cause we well, were talking dudes.
1: about the, the, the characters and how they, they felt, because there was a some of the because this didn't get a lot of negative reviews, but some of them were that some people felt the people on the periphery were a bit throwaway. I don't agree with that, but that was what some people were saying. So.
3: Well, I mean, it's so I mean, fast I mean, paced. Ten right? minutes, you get what you need. That's hour and fifteen minutes, the whole
4: see-
1: movie, right?
3: Yeah,
4: exactly. Right. But so it might feel like they're throwaway, especially when it comes to you know all the mayhem and carnage. But it's awesome. It's it's almost like an action horror film. It right. is an action horror film. Yeah, well said. Mm. <laughs> Dave's like, yeah. I don't like it now. Dave's like, wait, was there a gun in this?
3: <laughs> 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 well, it's fast paced, so I there guess was that a I, I, there it. was a gun in it. There was a gun. There was a gun. Dave's like, eight out of five. <laughs> I'll take. <tell you>, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: Mr. Yeah. Watson,
1: <laughs> yeah, first time watch. Did you think yeah. it was scary? You know, okay. And here, here's the here's the odd thing about that question. Yes, I did. But the bummer was that, like I like I told you before we started recording, uh, was that years back I'd watched Quarantine first with no knowledge that this Spanish original film existed.
5: Uh-huh. And
1: but listen to this. Listen to this. Uh, you know, because you know when you see a remake before the original, it can diminish the entertainment value of that original property. And that's compounded by the fact that, like we also said before we were recording, that Quarantine is damn near a shot-for-shot remake of Wreck, except for that ending. But I'm not going to dock Wreck for that. Like Much of the novelty and surprise might not have been there for me, but shoot, what's what's cool is I haven't seen the other films in the franchise – uh, so if there's any retcon retconning going on I don't know anything about that but I don't know I liked this film as it was even seeing quarantine this uh, and especially the ending twist I was not expecting that and that's what skyrocketed my rating I was originally huh. probably at like a about a healthy 7.5 on this and that bumped my rating right up when I saw that that ending uh, ex- explanation for what's really going on cuz quarantine it's pretty simple it's a virus yeah. it's like okay cool uh-huh. right on and that's what I thought it was going to be and then when they dropped that dropped that load all over my mind, <laughs> uh, you know, that load of knowledge. Uh, wow. On your mind? On my what, mind. What a
4: waste of a good load.
1: Hey, you know what? A, a I prefer it on my waste. chin.
4: <laughs> no, I'm going to say, look, uh, <laughs> without spoilering, without spoiling, spoiling, spoilering, without, without spoilering, yep, yeah, now I'm stroking out. Dude, <laughs> this. Uh, stroking off. Will you stay? Hey! Um the franchise as a whole is, is a very strong franchise, and you do have to see nice. them all. Okay, Three three is sort of like a standalone <laughs> side film, but it's a lot of fun. But the rest of them do all tie in together, so there are a lot of red herrings in this film as to what's exactly going on. And you do get enough that it makes it a great film if they had never done a sequel. I mean, it can be a, a, a tiny bit confusing, because it's, kind of, it's very quick at the end, and you, you're really mm-hmm. focusing more on the the atmosphere of it rather than, you know, what they're actually saying. But it does all tie into
1: a much bigger story. So th- this is a good franchise for me to continue with because I will.
0: A- absolutely. Absolutely. Two 100- 100- yeah, 100- 100- 100- is phenomenal okay. as well. I actually don't think I've well, seen yeah. three or four. I three you don't was, even need
4: the, to. Three, no, three was three was fun. Three you don't have to, but four you definitely have to see because oh. one, two, and four are the ones you have to see. Okay, Really?
3: Eh. Okay. I don't know. I, I would say that that four is more throwaway. That that three actually it makes more sense with continuity because it it, go, it goes like it, into prequel territory and we get to see what, how things happen. Where four is an after effect of everything that happens after two. And whether or not it's a good movie is irrelevant. I just I just don't think it's it's necessary. You can just watch one and two and be done with it. Well There you go. Honestly. One and two. There you go. Okay. Seriously, that- guys. Positive
4: Dave Z. <laughs> oh, Dave Z. Hey.
3: I'm just giving the truth. I'm just giving the truth. You can watch one and two, and you should watch them one after the other. And it's incredible. Which one first? One first. Okay. Then two. Just
4: making sure. Just making sure.
3: If you want to watch three and four, go ahead. I just think that you – it's like – I don't know
1: because well, that's why, like, when Dave suggested this film, because we were we were kind of knocking around what we what we do besides Behind the Mask, and when Dave you suggested Wreck, and I was like, oh, I don't know, man, like I've never seen it, and you were like, yes, we're doing it, and I was like, wait, but what if you guys want to do a retro? And you were just like, no, we're not going to do that. <laughs> well, yeah, now we are. <laughs> I'm in. I mean, I feel like we- the,
4: we- the weakest of this of the franchise is still a, a well above average film.
1: Well, make. the listeners are demanding a rec, uh, a, a rec retro, and they want Mister Watson on. Not playing.
3: Okay, next time you come on, we'll do part two. We'll go. Oh, jeez, no,
1: no. no.
3: <laughs> Thirty-six
0: <laughs> episodes from
5: now.
3: 18 episodes. <laughs> yeah, there we 18. go. Oh no, we can't because next eighteen is going to be uh, year um, nineteen uh, eighty-six. Two thousand eighty-six. <laughs> two thousand eight. Yes, two thousand eighty-six. Yeah. Listen, I just love the movie. I think it, it, it's basically perfectly paced. You hit the ground running. You go right into it. The pacing is great. You have good blood, good gore. You have a good story. You have shocking moments. There's three or four jump scares that work really well, really well, where you can't even complain about you know it being too jump scary. It, it, yeah, they, they weren't forced, right? Yeah, no, and, they were yeah. perfect.
4: Yeah, I know it's exactly were, what you're saying.
3: Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean. <sighs>
4: It's scary because this is something like I feel like I would see on the news now. Like this genuinely (laughs) frightens me. This is, you know, you know what I'm saying. I (laughs) also like, yeah, yeah, from the infected part. You know Mm -hmm. where it goes. You know, not. Go ahead, Christian. Sorry. No, no,
0: no, no. I was just gonna say we said it before, but I just want to continue on it because I I know, uh, Mr. Watson, you said that a few people said that. uh, Why do I keep calling you Mr. (laughs) <laughs> Mr. Watson
1: that's, that's... Mr. Watson I I I'm, I'm sticking that's by Dr. Watson That's what that's what they call me my yeah. my first two initials are DR though so They call me Mr.
0: What Anyway
1: <laughs> uh
0: you're you will you call kid? me
3: Mr. Too or no
0: Doctor I call him Dr. Watt sometimes
3: No me if you're calling him mister will you call me mister No you're yeah Mr.
0: Mr. JZ Z. Mr. Z <laughs> Anyway Argument that some of the characters are throwaway. I mean, ultimately we get thrown into the situation, so you're with the two firefighters and and uh, the main girl. But they do a good job of giving these people a bit of personality in the small interactions, based on the fact that it's found footage and we get thrown into the situation, and so you care about them, like the the old guy that helps, and when some they're all fighting these uh, um, creatures, or creatures uh, infected off, whatever it may be, uh, that. You know, they, some of them are cowards. Some of them are more heroic. I think you get a, just enough taste based on how we're thrown into the scenario and how Not it all only. plays out.
4: So yeah, the fact that I'm sitting here and I feel like I could tell you each and every single character and a little bit of their backstory, even the minor characters, is is says that they gave you just enough. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. even yeah. the even yeah. even the Colombian
3: girl, even you know the old <laughs> lady, you know, they they give you enough of of everyone. Well, I'll tell you what. It helps when you're watching in subtitles; you don't miss a beat.
1: Well, oh, like, did you, have any of you watched a dub version? I, I watched it in subtitles myself. Like, did you guys catch right. dubbed? Uh, no, I won't. I don't think dub. there is a dubbed
4: version,
3: unless, oh, unless yeah. they've
1: done it. They're
4: I pretty- don't think there. I don't think there is. Oh, Okay.
3: Well, for I'm instance- just saying when you're forced to read, when you're forced to read things, you pick up on more with character and with story than you do without them. Or I watch all, all
1: movies with subtitles. Yeah, exactly. I, I
3: tend to watch a lot.
0: There's that one scene uh, right near the beginning of when the mayhem starts, when I believe it's the policeman or the fireman just hits the drops. Floor. Oh, oh
3: god! Oh, hits oh, me every time, Alex. Yeah, yeah, nice. beautiful.
1: What about oh. that syringe to the face? Oh, whoa! <laughs> I was not expecting that.
3: Holy crap! Oh man!
1: Good effects, good effects right there. Great effects.
3: Yeah. How about when the dude? When the guy that's fixing his hair, that guy. Oh, you didn't tell me you were recording. This is yeah, my he's Photoshop. my favorite. Yeah, he is great. He's hysterical. That, and it comes at a crucial part in the film where he's explaining something very important. Maybe their last chance to get out of this alive. And then the freaking the way those two hands break through the glass and freaking yeah, at the back of his head. That's the character. And Awesome. That's the guy were that you I guys... was
0: talking about because he's the one that he was yeah. like saying there's the if you can get into the basement it connects yeah. and you can get out. Yeah. Doors. yeah, yeah. And yeah. then that that what a great great setup, great character. And then you know oh just.
1: So you guys were okay Same. with him just getting dispatched, kind of simply like that. He relays his information. He's gone. You're cool with that. It was
3: more tragic because of that. I was like oh because he's just about to give the information and you don't even get it fully. And then that happens, and you're okay. like, oh, "Well, well, he got, they got, yeah, he gave a fully, it fully,
4: right? Yeah, like, he gave it, he gave no, it fully." No, they, were,
3: they didn't know where to go. They, they yeah, had to they, find out. They had to find the keys, right? They went they had to get, to get find the keys. The but place when place.
4: Angela and the cameraman came back out, they were going to go back downstairs with they Manu. Couldn't. But Manu had already turned, and everyone was charging up the stairs. So they had no choice but to go up to the penthouse. But that when killed, it happened.
1: That this, kill with that guy was the only – I think the only part of the movie that I was kind of like, oh, I don't know about that because it just – it was so timely. I almost was like, and now, and then he was dead. And I was like, oh, I wish I was wrong. But it's not going to dock it much. I, that's just, eh, nitpick, blah. Really? I actually – I really like that. But, yeah, I, I get—I can see – again, you're coming
0: in with fresh eyes. I've seen the movie a few times. so Okay, sure. Uh, but, no, I've always loved that. I,
1: to be honest, I just yeah. – I think just for the type of movie it is. And you're right. Yeah, definitely. It moves. at such, they, they fit in so much in this short running time, you guys. Like, whoa.
3: Boy, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And it wasn't just like infected slash zombies lunging at the camera. This was it was part that. But then like some revelations throughout or, you know, especially at that ending. And man, I was like, man, with such a short running time, well done with yeah. showing everything you wanted to. That's that's great. That's the goal of a film, I think, you know.
4: I feel like if there's one character we can like, complain that they might have dispatched a little too quickly, it would be Manu, just because I mean obviously he, I don't even think he gets bit. I think
1: he gets like spit on. Thrown.
3: He gets thrown off the thing. Oh, oh. No, that's he Alex. Oh, no,
1: it was off screen, wasn't it? Like it, he comes, it, he leaves, and then he comes back, and they're like, oh, he's infected now.
4: Right? Yeah, right yeah,
3: before the last act. I feel like I missed timing. that.
4: No, oh, but, I mean, yeah. yeah. No, I think he was spit up on because he's fighting all the things. There's a whole badass sequence where he's he breaks the Chinese guy's neck, then he's pulling the Colombian girl off Angela, then he punches the Asian woman in the face. That was awesome. Yeah, he's just like beating the <laughs> yeah. shit out of everyone. And he was a really strong character. And then, you know, they go to get the keys and they're going to meet up with him and he's turned, you know, but That's they said. They,
3: no, how many it, people it, you want in the fucking climax? You already I have didn't two. want you him in the, the climax. The but I
4: wanted to see, I wanted to know more about how he turned. Is it just simply because of the saliva? Because if that's the case, then Angela really should have turned.
3: Dude, they all turn. That was the best part of the film almost, right before they get into the All of a sudden, they go down to get there, and she reaches over. to She yells for him, and she sees that cop, and then freaking all of a sudden, you see five infected people all looking up in that beautiful shot when they're all looking up at the same time, all infected, and he's one of them. I thought that was a crazy impactful scene, the timing and the presentation of it.
1: That was a good shot,
3: wow. yeah. Yeah, it was that's, that's meaningful. Like, she's expecting him to be there, her one of her last hopes. And instead of him, he's infected and everybody else is. And they're all freaking going to come after them right then and there. I think, wow, I can't believe you didn't uh, get that same feel as I did with that. Man, unbelievable. You disappoint me, Brandon. I, I didn't even say anything. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, shit. This is, is going to be funny. Fun? It's gonna be funny to listen back to because I actually didn't even say anything. I was just talking about yeah, Mad News. I was talking about Manu's character. I wanted I wanted it to be fleshed out a little bit more. How he turned, not that well, scene. What's the difference? How he
3: turned. The, the, there's a million people. There's a million. <laughs> no, he he's, he got bit like everybody else. What he's one of the now? lead characters.
4: He's one of the lead characters.
3: I understand, but like I said, how many people do you want in your climax? You already have two. It's gonna be two at the end. The cameraman and Angela could only be them because he's holding the camera. And it's got to be Angela. So what did you want? Three of them to go upstairs into their fucking dark room? How great and was it when them he them.
0: drops the camera to help the guy though? No, I just thought that was a really good touch. It shows you about his character, but it's also like right. literally just keeps it going and, and recording and whatnot. I thought they, they handled all that really cool.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah, A, a little yeah. addition. Just to get yeah. you guys yeah, off of
0: arguing about nonsense.
1: <laughs>
3: okay. We're not arguing. I just don't understand why he wants three people in in, in the climb. <laughs> I don't think Come on, Christian,
1: that. give a joke. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> because literally, it's a then, one minute after that, they're in that room. That's why. That that's what I'm trying to get at. That, no, I get like, it. But but what? How did Manu turn? See, I do
1: feel like I missed that. Speaking to Brandon's point, I do feel like I was surprised. Like, oh, he's now one of them, and and I, you know, Dave, I think you're you're saying it happened in the scuffle. Now he's turned, and that's what you got, right? I, I just yeah. I felt like I missed it too. That, no, it had yeah.
4: it had to go to the it had to go to the penthouse. We knew the minute. Yes. Oh, it's a Spanish yep. guy. We knew immediately, even if it's the first time watch, you know something's off. You Chekhov's know, Chekov's
1: to... apartment. Yeah.
4: Yeah, they they give you all the red herrings about the dog and the vet and and this and that and then but you know that the the penthouse is is where where it has to be. But I'm saying right, it just it's in locked, terms of a think. in terms of a throwaway kill or a throwaway turn into a infected zombie or whatever the hell they are. Oh, that, you're that, saying The I shot think. itself is great. That's it's super intense. You would have rather seen him
3: attacked
4: in a... Uh, well, he had that great fight sequence, like I was telling you, where he fought the Asian people, and he fought the, the girl who was attacking Angela. I would have liked to have seen him, like, go down fighting.
3: I, I get it. You want to see, like, what happened to the guy that I was just talking about with the hands going through the door.
4: Like, what if he looked up, and, and he was fine when she looked down, and then all of a sudden the five other infected oh, looked nice. up, and, and he says... Get the hell out go. of here! Go, you know, go, go! And then he just right. fights, you know, just something like that. You're Nit-pick. Right. Nitpick. Nice well,
3: job. I can see that though. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah it's well like said. Victory. You rebounded. <laughs> I'm back on the show, guys. <laughs> you're back in. You're
4: can't back believe
1: you're still. So yeah, bad bad of review of Behind the Mask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah.
4: You know, I I can't get that movie off my mind now because of like how how much you love that film. Yeah. I want to be I want to be there with you.
3: Come, All come, right. Come, come to come Olympia. hands. Yeah. Christian. Great oh. okay,
4: Christian. Uh, ear Muffet for a sec.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Mouth Muffet. <laughs>
1: Mouth
3: Muffet. <laughs> <laughs> Ghoulie Muffet. How about Feng, yeah. <laughs> How about feng Shui? They say Feng Shui in two movies that we watch tonight. They mention it in Behind the Mask and Wreck. Oh, Really? Yeah, don't you remember when, when Leslie Vernon said it when he shui? in that place? No I don't way. remember Leslie
1: Vernon saying it because I just quoted it uh, from, the, from the Caesar or whomever. But, oh, that's cool. Yeah,
3: he says Dave it too. Z. That's, that's why it. you
1: do this.
4: I'm bumping that's up cool. Leslie Vernon to a 10 because they said feng shui.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay
1: 9.57642. Bonus,
3: <laughs> bonus points. Can anyone tell me a third movie where they say feng shui? It's a horror movie.
1: Are you talking about larceny with uh, Andy Dick and, the, and Joshua Leonard from uh, from from Blair Witch? It's more of a comedy horror, but there is a slasher element to it. And they say feng shui a lot. They can't even pronounce it.
3: That wasn't it, but good guess. Oh, okay,
1: Rosemary's oh, okay. Baby. The, the Boogans. Oh, yes.
3: No, Freddy vs. Jason. That idiot says it. Oh, nice feng shui. Oh, that's awesome.
4: Dave, nice. I thought you were turning over a new leaf. I'm going to be so positive. Like, you're happy, but I, I see rage I'm underneath happy. all this happiness.
3: The rage! Oh, oh, <laughs> the rage! Yeah, the plum rage. That's okay. <laughs> the plum the plum rage. Rage. There's so much rage. One of these days, they're all going to know. Michael, the rage! Anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, my I
1: God, God. I love it. A <laughs> what a Halloween, five <laughs> Halloween 5 speech. Halloween 5.
3: Go home, Michael! Oh,
1: that's fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Go <home>. That's awesome. <laughs>
3: Uh, the worst.
1: Unless anyone's notes interferes, what you what what you all what you all all y'all gangsters thinking about that ending? You know, what's your takeaway from what they discover in that sealed up apartment? And obviously, I haven't seen the other film, so I don't know what like uh, what further revelations there are. But are we all on the same page? Because I was reading some crazy people who were like trying to say some odd things that I was not getting. That there's well, I I don't know.
3: What what do we all think of the ending? It's awesome. The whole movie Ugh. gets turned on its ass in the last fifteen yes. minutes, in, in the best possible way. Yes, exactly. It's, in the ending, the last shot, in my opinion, is a, an iconic scene in horror. That's how it good really it is. is. It really is. It yes. has become yeah. that over the last decade or so.
1: We Definitely. know. Yeah. Good call. So can okay, can I run it? can I run by you what I what I think was going on in the ending, and you can tell me if if I'm accurate. Is it a deconstruction of the infected no. zombie? Okay, no. <laughs> even, actually, you know what? Get get ready for that. No. Uh, so what I got from it was that they discover that over in Portugal. Uh, so they get in that they bust up in that sealed apartment and they they're looking on the wall. See the see all the, the psychopathic. Uh, you know everything's plastered the walls. The the news articles they see over in Portugal, which you guys is only two hundred fifty miles away from Spain, and they find through evidence all over the apartment that there was a demon possession case. That had gotten some media attention, a big deal. And then we find out that the man who lives in that sealed apartment, who they mentioned earlier in the film, Chekhov's sealed apartment, was involved in that case. And he kidnapped that possessed girl named Tristana. And yeah, do you like my little accent there? Yeah, Tristana. That's good job. And uh, yeah, <laughs> Tristana
4: Medeiros. Oh, Tristana Medeiros. And, yeah, I don't so,
1: think she's kidnapped,
3: though. Well, oh, well okay,
1: you. here's the reason I think so. Uh, well, okay, maybe not, but at least he took her there, got her there somehow. And he began experimenting on her so he could discover the biological cause of, and then the big twist, this isn't a virus that's just mere zombies. This is demon possession. And so supposedly it has to do with an enzyme of some kind. So that enzyme clearly got out through that dog that they mentioned early in the film. And then it begins to infect the others in that apartment building. So is is that about right? Because we know from the tape, this guy seemed to be like a part of the Vatican you know, experience right. of, of of trying to rid her of that demon. And so, yeah, they bust in that dark apartment to hide out. They find out all this through the articles and the tape recorder, and then they see this long... This was, like, my favorite... This is, like... Because I was not expecting this after seeing quarantine, you guys. I knew yeah. what was going to happen, right? But then, all of a sudden, they hit... they. They see that long spindly looking creature standing in the dark, like in, in the kitchen. Oh. They've got the Paris Hilton night vision going like there's <laughs> <laughs> there's, you know, there's some That's infected hot. kid in the. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and there's some infected <laughs> infected kid in the attic. But it's here where we really find that this isn't like a run of the mill virus. It's, it's supernatural. And, the, and you like you said, Dave, like it turns it on its ass. And the fact that we're dealing with a spreadable demonic possession so That's something graded. I've never seen before. Turned on and ass, spreadable. Sorry. Yes.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you spreadable. had Christian it's spreadable. <laughs> yeah, he's just
1: like, ooh, show me more. Uh, but, like, yes, a spreadable demonic possession. I've never seen that in a film before, especially since it's framed in a zombie or infected narrative. So we're dealing with a spiritual contagion. And I love that blending of, like, the biological and the supernatural. That's clever writing, hand like, just through and through. And so this creature, this possessed girl – who's been in the apartment for God knows how long. She's the first infected or possessed person we see who looks truly demonic to me. Like, I mean, they, they all start exhibiting the early symptoms, but this is someone who's had those symptoms for a while. And I didn't expect the film to go here, and I'm just saying it now, this bumped my rating up a lot. So, yeah. what yeah. an end! No, it's a you great know? ending. And now you just took – just
0: have you explaining it, just re- makes it seem like it's a big remake of Demons 2. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you remember that? No, it's like Demons yeah. 2, man. Yeah.
1: Yes. Demons in an apartment high-rise. Yeah. Right? Effective. So Just did did that sound accurate? Did yeah. I get it? Because I, I felt like yep. for some reason I felt like I missed something about who the guy was and how he got Tristana Medros there.
4: No, you were right yeah. on point
1: because okay. you
4: know he does work for the Vatican, and he was called in to, to do what he did. Okay. And yes. he ultimately fails, and then he abandons – Tristana thinking she'll just die up in the penthouse and that'll be the end of it, but she doesn't die because she's this yeah. immortal, yeah, hey. reanimated.
1: Oh man, I love song. it. Do we hear yeah. from this guy in the franchise? Oh, don't. Never mind. Never mind. Don't. Don't answer that. You gotta watch. Yeah, just two, watch.
0: Right? Okay. What, you have time tonight. So
1: only yeah, fucking I do. What, like ten. <laughs> it's uh, six o'clock in the afternoon. How you? you guys doing? <laughs> you ready to go for another three hours? Hey, fuck.
3: You know what? I take it back. I take it back. Brandon's right. You should watch them all. You should watch them all. There's nothing okay. wrong with that. So I should okay. watch three and four now? Yeah, uh, yeah. absolutely. They should be seen. Yeah. But I'm saying it's not the end of the world if you only just see one and two. Because okay. I have one and two on a very high level. Yeah. And I don't have three and four there. That's all no, I'm saying.
4: I, I agree with Dave that one and two are the best. But just as a whole franchise, they're all like strong.
3: Yeah, I mean, 3 I has see. comedy going on in it that I wish they didn't, and they halfway through the movie, they abandon the found footage thing, but oh, it's good for prequel. Yeah, and, and 4 is completely abandoned. different, and it's just... I only saw it once, and I liked it, and I just don't remember a lot about it, so it so didn't so, have an impact on
0: it. It's me, like behind so. the mask. It just abandons it for the last act. Yeah, wait,
1: so wait, wait. you <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, but I was... That's funny, man, but I was just going to ask. What, what, what do you think would have been different if we didn't get the immediacy... Of the first-person perspective and POV in this film, and it, it instead had been, you know, the omniscient third-person kind of more traditional like uh, filming style. Do you think that would have worked with this one? With this one? No,
3: no. I agree. I think I the, agree. The the charm of it is that it, yeah. that it's it's frantic and it seems realistic as hell. Like in the conversations that 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 occur between the reporter and her cameraman. Everything seems genuine, and there there's certain sequences that seem like they're one long shot. I mean, it's edited perfectly. Maybe there were some long shots that were, and the execution just happened to fall into place. But, no, it, I think it has to be found footage. I think this is like a, you know, what's the word? Like a tentpole movie in, 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 in the in the subgenre, if you will. A tadpole? A tadpole, yes.
4: A tadpole movie. Yes. There, there was a frog in this? A, a small a frog. <laughs> Infected tadpoles.
3: <laughs>
1: What a fucking mess! <laughs> <Yeah. Nice. laughs> Christian's not even mincing words.
3: Yeah, no. And like that part when they rewind. You know yes. how cool that is Well after they kill the lady, yeah. she's like rewind. I want to see it. I love that. You don't see that in a found footage movie. You know what I mean? Not not that way. It's They've just spaceballs. Space. See balls. Space your balls. <laughs> Schwartz is as big as mine. You don't remember or that?
4: The re- or the remake of Funny Games?
3: Okay, maybe they did. <laughs> but not not in found footage. No. Come on, man. You know, it's done perfectly here. You guys agree that that, that it, w- it would be harmed it, w- it wouldn't be as impactful if it was filmed third person style?
4: Yeah. No, I, I I totally agree. Even though at times it's a, it's a little shaky, that's that's what it has to that's be. That's fine. Yeah, fine. that's what it has to be.
0: I said it yeah. before. It's like one of my favorite found footage movies.
4: Yeah. It's you know, it's right up there with me with the uh, with Cloverfield. Oh, I love oh. that. Movie. Yeah. yeah. That's a
3: great movie too. Yeah. See, but this movie, much like Cloverfield, you truly do feel like you are in the protagonist's shoes. But Exactly. I, I think more so with this because there's more people and they're in an enclosed place. And, like, just the feel you get, like, when that thing drops on the outside and you know they're trapped. And it's just – it's more believable than Cloverfield, too. No, I've seen know?
4: that monster before. He killed me before. Clovey. Clovey.
3: Clovey. But this This is more believable. Don't you think an infected thing like this could happen where they come in and they shut people off and they show that they don't give a shit about even their own police? And that's something the government would do in any country. And it's believable and scary. It's scary that this could happen. A BNC
4: protocol.
1: Especially in your country. Uh, (laughs) Indeed. Indeed. (laughs) What are your ratings, boys? I'm searching for mine. I, I lost my notes where my rating is.
4: I always rate on the spot because I always figure the conversation could affect it one way or the other, and I'm gonna come in with an eight and a half out of ten.
3: Eight and a half? Huh. Well, (laughs) this is a rare thing for me, but it's ten out of ten for me. Wow.
0: Nice. Yeah, I I, I think the witch going Tomahawk.
3: Clickety-clackety. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: just yeah.
3: To get... One movie a year. How's that?
4: Yeah. One movie a
3: year. <laughs> <laughs> gotten a 10 out of 10. This is the only 10 out of 10 for 2007, in my opinion. So, there you go.
4: What about P2? <laughs> uh, that's,
3: an, that's an 8. I really did like it.
1: Yeah, yeah that's a good one. It's a I never Christmas saw rotation.
4: I, have, I haven't seen P1 yet, so.
3: <laughs>
4: go back
0: into the uh, archives of the show. He's cracked that joke on various... Different movies, not necessarily P one, P two, but any any movie with a number in the title.
4: Apollo eighteen. Yeah. I haven't seen Apollo one. U exactly. five seven one. Yeah.
1: U five seven one. He's like, That's, I gotta watch all. It's all gonna take five, me forever to catch up on the U movies. Yeah. The
3: U series.
4: You get yes, it. Yes.
1: You get it. That's a nine out of ten for me. Nice, nice, nine out of ten. So ten, eight point five. So yeah, I'm
3: at uh, I'm at eight point five myself. Loved
4: it. Well, what did you give it, Christian? Sorry. Nine!
3: It See just that. missed the Holly, eh? Yeah, missed it. It missed the HOF by a half a point. Oh, poor thing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> What's
0: the matter <laughs> there? Dave's like.
4: Hey! He's pissed. He wants you to give yeah. it a nine and a half. Go ahead. It's
3: special. It's a special Dave. movie. I think it, is it really is movie. that damn good. Oh, man. It's jumped up compared to other found footage movies. Like, I look at my, my list here, and how many movies do I rank this high? I, I would say less than five. So.
4: Yeah. Uh, you know what? Just for you, I'm going to drop
1: my rating. <laughs> <laughs> and I raise mine to a nine.
3: Yeah, <laughs> there we go.
1: 0.782. No.
3: <laughs> Watson rating. What? Well, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Straight Watson style. That's wreck. That's it. Excellent. Beautiful. Uh, we got one more order of business to, business to take care of before we go.
0: The official transfer of ownership of Brandon's role. To Mister Watson. <laughs> oh man!
1: Transfer of ownership.
0: Trying of to make owners. it sound
1: official. What are you tra- like trading in a vehicle? Transfer of- <laughs> yeah, we get a pink slip and everything for it. You get to,
0: you pass him over the sheet. Take that sheet off Brandon's back and pass it
3: over yeah. to
1: Mister Watson. Well, he can he <laughs> can yeah, have ceremony. Or- he can have Horror Corridor. He'd probably put out more episodes than I would.
3: Yeah, but would he ever breathe?
1: Oh. Today on Horror Corridor, number five. What? This is a hidden gem show? Oh, man. No, I loved that solo cast. I'm not even joking about that. We I all love, loved I was, it. We all so loved it. People. Well, it's because I helped out with it, so that's Hid it, really Hidden breaths. No. Yeah. Hey, it. I'll
0: too. tell you what you should do here. What? Edit. Edit everything. There's too many pauses. Oh, really, Mr. Watson? You think so? Yeah. <laughs> edit, Brandon. Okay. I almost okay. I almost told him I'd edit it, but I, I never did make that no. offer. And- no, Well, supposedly I was supposed to edit all of them, but Brandon wanted to edit
4: his own, so I give him
1: kudos, adverbe- man.
4: He wanted to do it. He did it. It, w- it, was, it was fun. It almost cost me my sanity, but it was a lot of fun doing it. How many arguments did you get in with your dad? What's that? How many arguments oh, he did was- you get into he- with your dad? No, I didn't get into any arguments. He was yelling at me to stop. <laughs> like, to stop acting nuts, because I was, like, oh, wow. losing my mind over it. it. Took me, like, 17
1: hours to edit an hour. Brandon! Oh, I'm
4: man. gonna get
3: Dr. Lipschitz on the phone if you don't stop yeah. acting this way.
1: I have a feeling he'll call in again. You're in trouble. Okay. You're in. Okay. You're in
3: Dr. Lipschitz. <laughs> uh, the good doctor, okay, part yes. fours. Okay, Infinite part, part fours. fours. Dude, fuck part fours. Do I... I mean seriously
4: yeah this was tough
3: although <laughs> this no, is when...
0: i think i got a good list
3: yeah yeah and I, 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 and and I didn't take
0: produce. the i didn't take the cop out of evil dead remake oh as being no before. i didn't
4: <laughs> you
3: bastard
4: i mean
1: i, mean, uh, I don't know i don't
3: no know cop out <laughs> there has to be a four in the
0: title
3: well that's well not... it's the fourth yeah. in the franchise it's the fourth in the franchise Oh, no, right so right evil now.
0: dead does count is what you're saying Not that that it it matters. Not my rule. Mr. Watson, you get to
1: go first, our
0: guest Uh, of honor.
1: uh, Okay, okay. So, like you guys said, homies, like part fours, what the hell? Like, (laughs) I I went back, like, see, I just found out that I don't like part fours. Like, case in point, I went back and marathoned all the main franchises within the last year. And with the exception of Friday, I discovered I would not grade many of these franchises very highly as a whole like not at all so when we're take talking part four is like i look at halloween nightmare chainsaw hellraiser the big ones and i'm just like this is the best there is this is what you got i'm not trying to hate but damn so at number five i'm talking land of the dead 2005 at number four saw four 2007 at number three (laughs) resident evil afterlife 2010 at number two this one won't appear on anyone else's list. Friday the 13th Part 4, 1984, <laughs> and at number one, Evil Dead
3: 2013. <laughs> <laughs> I get to number one, Evil
1: Dead. Barely, You know what? Uh, <laughs> I have one, one in,
3: Part 4
4: in there.
1: One and two... N- w- no, there were two Part 4s. <laughs> <I> saw <laughs> 4 and Friday 4. But, like, I don't know. One and two were interchangeable, honestly, because I love Friday 4. But I I will watch Evil Dead 2013 more. So that it's like the thing like, oh, God, I love part four of Friday the 13th so much, but I will watch Evil Dead more, and I like it about as much. And it's like, eh, I watch this one more. It's number one. And plus it might get people talking because there were some discussions on, on your uh, Facebook page about that. And I was like, I'm in. Hmm.
5: Hmm. Hmm. No, good Dark list, good and list.
0: Mice. And I knew yeah. someone was going to do the Evil Dead thing, so I figured I'd, I'd try to shit on it right <sighs> at the beginning. Atta boy. <laughs> I'll start. I'll go next. And I, you know what? I'll start with my number one because that's not a surprise. So my number one is Friday the 13th part four. What? Yeah.
5: <laughs> number two,
0: Hellraiser nice. four or Hellraiser bloodline. Number three, saw four. Uh, number four, Nightmare on Elm Street four. Number five, land of the dead. Wow. And I do have, I do have Nightmare on Elm Street four in there because as much Ow. as it's a big rock video, Freddy movie, I, <laughs> uh, I still get some enjoyment from it. It will piss me off, but I still have fond memories and nostalgia. Member berries or whatever the fuck you guys were trying to feed me earlier. Definitely play heavy
1: into that movie, which The Void doesn't have, I those by the way. Berries. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> <Dingleberries. laughs> Christian, didn't you talk a lot of crap about Friday Four on TGIF Thirteen Nightmare Four, Nightmare Four, not Friday. Nightmare Four. That's what I meant. Not Friday Four. Never. I, mean, yeah. I meant Friday Four. Or jeez, I it's meant so- Friday Four, not Friday the Thirteenth Four. <laughs>
0: No. Nightmare Four. Nightmare Four. Talk, like,
1: major. I was shitting on the whole time, and then you the end, were I'm like, at the end of like. Eh, you made you know me what? hate that movie. <laughs> and I already didn't <laughs> oh, like it. No, I already didn't sucks. like it that but much. I know at what I we had to like, pick. Meh. Look at what we had to pick out of. And actually, and
0: right. I know you hate Halloween Four, and Dave, I know you can't stand Halloween Four either. But actually, I'd probably had would have had Halloween Four in there because I loved that movie when I was younger. When I was fourteen, and I saw it in oh, the theater. Yeah. I went nuts, especially for that ending. If that ending, with Jamie holding those scissors, doesn't make you, like, doesn't send chills up your back with the music the way it kicks in, and him going, oh. no, <laughs> oh. no! No! No!
1: Yeah. No! That's all yeah. I can do is laugh at that. No, Christian, that's it. Yeah. I,
0: but well I, I, I bumped it for pretty much Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, excuse me. I'll
3: tell you what. Uh, Chris, uh, listen. I don't like I don't like Halloween 4. I can't stand Nightmare on Elm Street 4. So, I mean, I, I could tolerate Halloween 4 because Loomis is in it and because I like, like, the first 15 minutes. here. So, Nightmare, don't even get me started on that. That's just the whole debacle.
0: Yeah, come on. Here, I'll tell you why Nightmare 4. Again, oh, no.
3: 14,
0: 14 or 15. 14 years old, I think. Saw it in the theater. 14 because it came out and whatever. Then... Anything, anything from Dramarama <laughs> took from it. Lisa Wilcox is hot, and I love how they do the her sort of arc from being sort of plain Jane to hot Lisa Wilcox by the end. And uh, there are some interesting kills. Freddie's way too much in the spotlight, and of course, in, in, in bright light. He's a game show host Awful. from hell at this point, and the one-liners are bad, but they only get worse from this point on. Maybe five is
3: worse, six is even worse, and... I disagree with all of that. I think four is the the, the epitome of, uh, of his worst. No, no, no. But you have to watch Freddy's Dead again. Oh, I'll get watching... you, my pretty, no, no. and your little soul, too. Soul too. Oh, <laughs> I know. so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> it, it is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. But But Nightmare 4... It's... They did everything that was great about three, and they turned it up to eleven and destroyed exactly. it. Instead of taking the ball and running with it, they ran it into the ground. It was in the the plot was so nonsensical that you would think that an eight year old girl wrote it. It's just oh, the worst. Rick, you writing. little meatball! I love soul food. <laughs> I'm oh, okay with that.
1: That's my favorite line. It <laughs> <actually.
3: laughs> is funny. It,
1: it, it, it is. is a... It is funny. Sayonara, Rickson.
3: <laughs> I, I got, really oh, did it. it
1: Awful. Oh. I really didn't think he'd have it on his list just because of ma- the mad shit he talked about it. <laughs> but then at the very end, I'm like, you know what? That wasn't that bad. And Vince is like, what the fuck? You shit on the movie the whole oh, time. Oh, God, through. Vince
3: Ross. I remember. I remember. I was sad about it. I'm like, oh, I thought he was going to come down like I do on it. And at the end, he flaked out on me.
5: <laughs> so
0: yeah. I felt the same That's way. what
5: I do. So ask asked my wife.
0: Nice. She thought I was going to come
3: down and then I just flake out. Whoa. <laughs>
5: hey.
0: Hey,
3: now. Mine's easy because there's a one. And then, to, like I said earlier, the next four, they're, they're not in any order. So same thing. Four. It's obvious. Part one is Friday the 13th, the final chapter, of course. <laughs> now, the next four, uh, like I said, they're, they're not really five, four, three, and two. And the, I don't feel comfortable having any of these as my number two. But that's just how fucked up part fours are. So uh, my my other four are Saw four. Scream Four, Phantasm Four, and Juon the Grudge Two, which is the fourth in that series.
0: <laughs> that was a cop, that's worse than Evil Dead Remake. Yeah,
1: I that's the number <laughs> in <laughs> that order. Juon the Grudge Two. I like that. That's the fourth. I actually didn't know that because I, I don't. I've never seen any from that series except for no, not even the first one. Oh my god! And I know you love that one, Dave. That's that whole that's franchise. Cool. I got to check it out. But I it's like so. it's like Leprechaun Five, Leprechaun in the Hood. One <laughs> no, Scream 4 pissed me off too when I first saw it. Like I just hated that movie
0: within, a movie within a movie, within a movie, within a movie, within a movie opening. It just I was like, oh fuck off. You're not that smart. Come on, like just are make a movie. Yeah, yeah Scream that. Four irked the shit out of me. It's smarter than Behind the Mask. It's a great movie. Wait. It's not smarter mind. than behind the mask.
5: And oh, and, and about. Saw 4, Boy, fuck.
0: Soft Four is just good fun. Like Soft Four to me is like Friday the Thirteenth Four in a sense. Like you know what? I rewatched it for the show to be honest, and I'm like, it's a fun movie, man. I just because I'm like, how are yeah. they going to do Four after the guy dies? And I thought they did a great right? job of of continuing story the story. Yeah. I thought they did a okay. great job with it. Not only that, but it so set, much set much, it up for you... the
4: rest of the rest of the franchise, really. Right. Part Four and... is critical.
3: And they were smart as fuck because they have it running concurrently with 3, which makes yeah. sense how they could do it, which was awesome. I remember the first time I saw it, going like, holy shit, that's where they're going. Yeah. And then I debunked it. Next time I saw it, I'm like, there's no way this could have happened. So I didn't watch it for years. I didn't like it. And then I came back to it a few years back and watched it again and was able to explain it all away. I said, okay, <laughs> now I like this movie again. You were
4: very angry those few years. Yeah. <laughs> that you're like, Fuck, Saw 4, man. Fuck fuck I'm not going back. I can't
3: explain it.
0: That could currently run a the motherfucker. Yeah. But, I don't well, know why you're like was your so angry. Well like, do no, I get no, to read from... my list or no? Oh yes. Oh,
3: uh,
4: yeah, please. No? Do. Should I just go home? No, no wait, wait, I... wait, wait, wait.
3: Go home, Michael.
4: <laughs> <laughs> my number one is Jaws 4. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, I'm kidding. Yeah, okay. Friday 4. Friday 4. <laughs> Friday Four was my number one. Then I have Saw Four, Scream Four, Nightmare Four, and Children of the Corn Four. I actually like that one. Gathering. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I, I like it better than Hellraiser Four or well, Halloween. See, you
0: guys are four. fucked. Hell, Hellraiser Four, although even the director obviously didn't believe in his project because he dropped his name from it, is a it's a much better. I
4: like. I said it's my third favorite in that franchise. I like huh. the be I like the flashbacks. I don't like when it's all in space, which is pretty much the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah.
3: I don't know. There's three there's three timelines. There's there's present, there's past, and there's future. It's the best, and it's, the best
4: it's the
0: best icon in space movie we've gotten so far. Gotta give it credit where credit's due. Do you not think it's better than it. Jason
3: X? In? Yeah. Oh I do. I'm, yeah. not G- yeah. I'm not a Jason X fan, but I don't think that I don't know. They're probably about the same to me. But now, give a, to
4: Jason. Leprechaun in space. No, I never Critter, saw that. Critters
1: 4 or whatever, which one... That you took spin. me space gold.
3: Oh, Fuck off, Willow. Fuck off, Willow. We had the Wicked. votes. We had the votes from the listeners. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of shoot, shoot them to us. For the, yeah, for the best part four. So check it out. One, two, three, four, five, six. There is a tie for third place. So there's actually going to be six movies in this. So... Fifth place is Hellraiser.
5: Ah!
3: Yeah, 26 (laughs) points. That's so aggressive for a Canadian. (laughs) (laughs) Hell. Fucking kill you, motherfucker. Uh,
4: He might be a Canadian, but he's an asshole first. Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) I grew up in American movies. (laughs) Bleached, yeah, bleached.
3: (laughs) Uh, Listen to this one. Number four, kind of a surprise, Bride of Chucky.
0: No, I I knew people love that oh, one. Oh wow, they do. I know, oh.
3: not me. Okay, listeners okay. do. Not, here here's a tie for third place. Both of them with forty four points. Scream four and Nightmare on Elm Street four. Buddha to Yeah, and then <laughs> Snooch to the number Nooch. Yeah. Number sweet. two. <laughs> number two is Halloween
1: four. <laughs> wow,
3: fifty four.
1: Yeah, I know.
3: Fifty four. BC
1: points. did not like that. BC no. was like, "What's with all this Halloween?" For and I'm just like, "My game I don't. <laughs> I'm so, I'm sorry. That's a, that's a legit choice, guys.
0: It's like more Rob girls Zombie
1: Halloween.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Boy. Oh boy. And now, first, with many more points than everything else, ninety-one points. Friday the thirteenth, the final chapter, the undisputed best part four in horror history. <laughs> well deserved.
0: Unless you can I actually consider agree. Evil Dead 4. The-
3: <laughs>
1: no, I actually agree despite <laughs> I, my uh, despite my list there. I, I really do. so like no, just a film,
0: sheer shits yeah. and giggles, I, I love that term. We use it a lot on the show, uh, sequel, it just ramped everything up. It, it ramped up the gore. Jason was iconic at this point. I mean, it's just a fun movie, and, and again, we shit on it. And I can't believe Gordon commits suicide. But I mean, other than that, everything—it's just a great movie. Suicide? I can't, believe, eh? can't
4: believe!
3: Can't believe he, he Gordoned himself. <laughs> yeah, poor bastard. Oh, <laughs> so, love it, love it. And you know what? That's all they that got—the votes. Uh, only one came close. Saw four would have finished uh, in sixth place with eighteen oh, points. Okay. So, but yeah, yeah. Friday does it. And Evil Dead. This is a strange story, but every time I've watched Evil Dead, except for the first time in the theater, I've watched it like three times since, and every time it makes me tired. It's like it's like video Nyquil. I'm not saying I don't like the movie because I do enjoy the movie, but it's the only movie that when I put it in after about an hour, I always get really really tired. I don't like a like a
4: Watson it. breakdown, right? <laughs> oh god
2: oh.
4: <laughs>
1: Hashtag roasted
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry I had to I feel
4: like I've been picking on Christian too much tonight
1: Wait and a second wait a second You me. guys I miss I misspoke tonight Well no I I definitely like the, that you roasted me there uh, But I misspoke tonight My favorite part 4 is Rocky 4 <laughs> <laughs> <I'm laughs> Shout sorry. out to the Rocky 4 Horror Picture we Show have Rocky
0: <laughs> It's supposed to be horror films only There's no oh. easy
3: way out Hey, that's Rocky 3. That's what he's saying.
5: (laughs) Right, exactly. Crazy Russian.
0: It's timely now, though, Rocky 4. Yeah, Russian. Yeah, yeah. very timely. If he dies, he dies. Yeah. He's talking about America, guys. Ivan Draco is talking about America there.
1: Oh, wow. (laughs) I hate that movie now. (laughs) I must break you, America. You're not reading between you, the lines. <laughs> but you can't break America. All right, here's my breakdown of Rocky Fort. No, just kidding. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: it's time for a oh, Watson dissertation. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> yeah. We wanted music nice. in this
1: episode.
3: <laughs> yeah, we haven't had any singing, have we? There was oh, some Black
1: we... Phillip Bama Lamb, Clickety Clack. Oh, yeah. What's that That's one? I think, I think Brandon's asleep. Course, I'm, I'm, here. Sure. I'm here. I'm here.
3: Christian's wide awake for once. And now this guy's over here half asleep. What are you going to do?
0: You you want to talk about the devil's candy again?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know about the music that was in his head. Give me a second.
4: There's (laughs) still fucking issues with that, man. I'm
3: sorry. I admire
1: you, Brandon, for sticking to your rating despite, like, and sort of blaming yourself for not understanding the movie despite what I consider to be, now, Dave's more accepting of it than I am, but what I consider to be kind of a whole in, in a that big hoop.
4: hole a big hole i
1: admire you for sticking to your guns because a I, big I hole admittedly... that christian
4: really wants to dive right in on. <laughs> oh
3: <laughs> Ooh, a beach hole. Thank, yeah. thank you
4: <laughs> i i mean I, I can't wait to watch it again i do love the movies
3: let's wrap it up shall we my god it's late
1: it was an honor for you to be with us tonight <laughs> <laughs> it was <laughs> it really was though it really was yeah. And I, I told this guys to you. I, t- I told this guys to you. Yeah. No, I told this to you guys <laughs> when. Uh, yeah, I can't talk anymore. Uh, but I told this to you when I think before we started. But you know, you guys were helping champion this podcast, Horror Corridor, since the since I first came out. And I just massive thanks. That Don't Breathe episode, you guys really came out for me and really just showed a lot of support. And, uh, you know, there have been listeners who've said on iTunes that they came to my show and now consider it to be like the unholy trinity. Like I think someone like, so, you know, someone said like, you know, you guys, 22 shots and me. I'm just like me. I'm not in the conversation yet. Yeah, I don't even we, have we enough ha- episodes. We had
4: to apologize to those. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs>
1: apologize to them, you know, because we yeah, didn't but, have enough information. at the Yeah, side. exactly. No. But, but, you know, you guys really came through for me and I, I appreciate that a lot. And
3: I thanks, guys. Thanks a ton.
4: Awesome, man. Oh, our awesome. pleasure.
3: Thank you. And thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Because you I, I think if you never came around, we never would have had that idea to uh, do the solo shows. I mean
0: I openly yeah, yeah. said I ripped it off. I'm like, Oh, I like what he's doing there. Yeah, thank you. Right?
3: And, and without the solo shows you wouldn't have Brandon Don't Breathe. We couldn't yeah, tease nice. him every week. Brandon's wow. pissed.
1: He's not gonna do a. He's not gonna do we're, a podcast with me now.
4: We're already hanging out. Right Thanks for that. No more great well, brand Brandon. I
0: noticed he hasn't offered to edit anything since.
4: <laughs> I've offered to edit the show. All
0: right. All right. Thank anyway, you. we're here. To... Thank you. Have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
4: Uh, I awesome. think. I, I think I'll. You know. Just. Um... Mirror what Christian said and says, and just say the the pleasure was was all yours. Um, thank you, thank you, yeah, thanks, much appreciate.
3: Why uh, why don't you give us? Why don't you pimp some shit on the way out before I go into our our pimping at the end? One more you time, like Watson. one more plug. All right, hit them up one more time, man, so they remember. Because now yeah, it's guys. the end of the show. They've heard you. They're like, yeah, we dig that Watson guy. If we never heard him before, so <laughs> we're coming right we find yeah. more. Or they hate well,
1: you. It could go either yeah, or way. Or they hate me. And they're just like, <laughs> where can I spam a bunch of hate mails? Yeah, just. Everybody, I'm, I'm Mr. Watson, host of Horror Corridor. It's psychologically oriented, pseudo-academic, whiskey-soaked show, solo cast. I try to be intelligent on the show. I don't know. We do films, literature, music, video games. Mostly films, though. Find the Horror Corridor group page on Facebook. Join that. Don't There's one you can like. That's not me. Don't like it. Just like it in your head. Uh, You can also find the show on iTunes, Stitcher. I'm Horfilia Mates with These Exploding Heads, boys. You can find me on that site or on HorrorCorridor.com. That's H-O-R-R-O-R-C-O-R-R-I-D-O-R.com. That's the plug, gangsters.
0: And you know what? He's legit. Is he too legit to quit? Remains to be seen. But I will tell you this. It's a fucking entertaining show. I don't do solo casts. This guy's got it. I've listened to every episode. Can't wait for his next one to come out. Thanks for being on our show. Thank you, sir. Yes. Yes. What? I can't well be sincere. Said. Like,
4: Brandon's laughing at me. It's funny. He's I'm using not... his hands. He's got a pen in his hand like he's taking notes. <laughs> That's right.
3: What the fuck yeah. is he doing over there? <laughs> <laughs> you never know what he's doing. I don't know. Oh,
1: boy.
4: Look,
3: I try so to yeah. be fucking
1: nice. This is what I get. Well,
4: Brandon I, I, hasn't said
1: anything nice to me yet.
3: So. I really no. haven't
4: said anything nice. I don't know why. It's terrible. What do you mean? You've been grab
3: assing with him since he's been here. What I love about? Mr. He Watson. I
4: know that. I'm playing. He's
3: so good. I know you love
4: him. He really is. He's so good. I
3: agree.
4: I hope to one day be a quarter of what Mr. Watson is. Never going to happen. Probably oh, not. <laughs>
3: you can hope to one day be a quarter of what I am. Is that okay? Yeah.
1: <laughs> You guys are freaking awesome. I love you guys, man. I Maybe mean, oh. one day
4: offer me a quarter to. Wait, I just Whoa. that joke what? Totally <laughs> up. Mm-hmm. What? I think Christian wants to blow me for a quarter. I
5: think what? I could come up with a couple of. Quarters. I totally fucked that joke Did you up. Say it? I mean...
1: This is how you end a show.
5: <laughs> I know. I might end up being a pimp. I'm I meant to <laughs> say.
3: <laughs> Roll the credits. I might end up being a pimp. I, who gives a, a fuck? Thornton's right. <laughs> Goodbye.
5: <Bye-bye. laughs>